Welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Phantom Troublemaker, and I am fresh off of my second viewing of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, this time in 3D. I love this movie. I have no problem going ahead and saying that. I have not figured out exactly what I'm going to be doing uh, in the way of a podcast about it yet. I wanted to do something special just for my patrons, and I may figure out a way to do that, but I also really want to talk about it with the irregulars. Uh, so I, I, I'm gonna, we're gonna have to do an episode of the show about it, and it may be next week's episode, but we'll see. So in addition to being fresh off of that, I'm fresh off of basically a week of birthday celebration. I've been having a really fun time just hanging out with people, watching movies, lots of drinking, lots of drinking. And uh, those of you who, who will get this will appreciate it. I'm still not done with the rum. There's still rum. And it's actually uh, in this cup right here next to me. So I've got rum to drink, and you guys have a movie to watch. That's right. It is time for another needless commentary this time, we are continuing a theme with Aliens. If you do not own a copy of Aliens, I highly recommend you go to the Amazon link on needlessthingssite.com and order the Alien Quadrilogy Blu-ray set from there. I think it's like 20 bucks for all four movies. Uh, and uh, order it from there. Follow along at home how we do this. If you have not listened to a needless commentary before, you will put your copy of the movie in, start the episode once we get past the initial musical break, and play along at home. And, and just like you would uh, any other film commentary, except instead of an expert or a director or uh, the cast, you just have the needless things irregulars uh, sharing their Memories, thoughts, and observations about whatever movie we're watching. Which, as I said, this week is Aliens. And Aliens is a longer movie, so I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, we we got to get right down to it. I, I think it's time. Do you think it's time? Yeah, let's do it. So grab your copy of Aliens. If you need to buy it, go to needlessthingsite.com. Click on the Amazon link and buy it. Put it in your Blu-ray player, DVD player, VHS cassette tape player, uh, Laserdisc, you might have a Laserdisc of it. It's entirely possible. That was the first place that the uh, special edition showed up, which, by the way, we're watching the theatrical cut. We debated as to which version we wanted to watch, and what we did is uh, a couple of us had not seen the, the-, the uh, director's cut before, so we watched that one first and then recorded while watching the regular cut the the one that was shown in theaters just so we could comment on some of the differences and so Arian uh could see that director's cut which which he had not seen before uh Sean Red Ranger it wasn't even sure he'd seen the movie so you know that was a consideration as well and, and you'll be able to listen along and enjoy uh, as we abuse him for his 
strange lack of, of pop culture knowledge and exposure. Uh, he's a wonderful, lovely person. Uh, I love him for getting me, uh, BT1 and Triple Zero from Star Wars Celebration. If, if you hadn't heard, uh, he was there. And it's time for Aliens. What do you guys think? Are you ready for Aliens? Let's go ahead and just jump right into Aliens. So it is time for the May Needless Commentary, and in keeping with the, the theme of the last, I think, three episodes of the show, we're going to be talking about alien stuff. Yeah. Because we, we did the alien episode, we talked uh, about the Covenant trailer, we have lots of alien. Uh, the last one we talked about the Neil Blomkamp and how Ridley Scott basically just laughed his ass off when asked about Neil Blomkamp's. Did you guys hear about that? No, no. Yeah. Uh, so, and by the way, for the listeners, we have not started the movie yet. I'll let you know when we start our Blu-ray Alien Quadrilogy theatrical cut. Very important. Uh, yeah, we're doing the theatrical cut and not the special edition, though we did just watch the special edition, and we'll mention some of the differences, but you guys don't want to listen to us for two hours and 40 minutes. That's all I'm saying. So, Ridley we Scott... don't want to listen to us for two hours. No, we don't. No, we no, really don't. No. Uh, we've got better things to do. Uh, so, Ridley Scott's doing, obviously, promotional work for Covenant right now, and somebody asked him about Neil Blomkamp's pro- uh, proposal for Alien 5 that would essentially erase everything that happened after today's movie, Aliens. And, uh, and uh, he essentially threw his head back and laughed and said, yeah, that's not happening. That's fucking hysterical. He was a little and more. Sad. He was a little more uh, kind about it than that. But if you read between the lines, that's essentially what he was doing. Right. Yeah. And uh, but we discussed it on the last episode, so I won't belabor it here. If you guys want to check it out, you can you can Google it for the interview, or you can listen to the last episode and, and see what we talked about. But uh, today we are watching the theatrical cut of Aliens. You have been listening to the wonderful uh, menu. For this thing, which is better than some movies that I've watched recently, to be honest. Uh, but yeah. we're now going to mute the sound on this so we can head into the movie itself. If you guys want to put in your disc now at home, we are starting it. <laughs> put in your disc. Put it. Put it in. Slide in your blue. Never mind. Just, just, just. Some of us sitting here may have blue portions. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> We, I've talked about this. I've talked about <laughs> <laughs> And it begins. Okay, so here. Uh, I'll join the podcast after I get up in front of this bus. The other three minutes. Real, real quick. Well, just stay under that bus right now because we do have to explain why uh, we're watching the theatrical version and how we arrived at where we're at right now. And that is because uh, prior to starting, Ryan and I were discussing which version do we want to watch. Uh, do, do we want to... Let's just maybe do it once. Let's because normally what we do for the listeners, we'll watch the movie one time so we can hear all the dialogue and kind of refresh ourselves as to you know specific lines that are said or whatever. But we we kind of were like you know we we've all seen Alien, however many times do we really need that first run through? And Sean said, 
I know I've seen one of them. <laughs> That's, That's the one. true. And and then you said and it's the one with the power loader, right? <laughs> and Ryan and I rightfully laughed for several minutes <laughs> to the point of tears and possibly even headaches. Yeah. I think um, the way you peed your pants. I, de- I definitely squirted a little bit at that uh, because it's absurd. But we found that due to running with the wrong crowd, uh, Sean has, has you know, let not a seen a lot of things. Let a sheltered life. Even after. Even though he's 42 yeah. years old. Right, right. He's yeah. maintaining. That, well, you're not 42 yet. Uh, You'll be 42 this year. Yeah, yeah. That's which right. is, by, what, by the way, peak. I'm going to be 40 next month, man. If I make it, I'll, so. I'll be I'll be forty in just a few days. Few days. I'll be I keep going to Dale Jepsen shows. Well, yeah, yeah okay. that's definitely gonna cut None down. Of us are gonna one's lifespan. Uh, Jesus! <laughs> after hearing about the the guy that opened them, I, I feel like there's too idiots. much controversy there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but you know, possible. I'll never possible. be able to say the pledge again. So uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I the video of that was that was something. So anyway. Uh, we we watched the extended 1990 version that has a good bit of extra footage that I feel like really I had never seen it before. Yeah, you hadn't seen it. Now what? Uh, maybe we I, weren't watching I under felt, ideal conditions, but sure. But like you, you made you made sure to point out like when there were when you remembered oh this scene was something that wasn't in the regular original theatrical cut, and I felt like it added a lot to yeah. like what was going on. Yeah, you get the you get the story of how the aliens ended up in the colony. That it's Newt's parents that kind of ruined everything. Uh, you get Way the, to go, Newt's parents, right? But we got a new theory Spoiler on why alert. that happened. We right, bring up. right, exactly. We'll we'll get to that at the appropriate yeah. time. Uh, We're going to be engaging in some uh, info wars conspiracy theories here today. <laughs> Absolutely, seventeen seventy six. We we should have uh, we should have Michael no, Graves here. It's making the frogs gay. <laughs> so, well, somebody has to. Uh, it's all part of the homosexual agenda. And now we've got the escape ship from Alien that is being cut into here. And I remember the, the first time that I saw this, and we, I, we've oh, talked wait, about this before. before. This one? I haven't seen yeah. There uh, was, uh, the, the one without the power loader, Sean. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that's how I categorize them, is whether or not the power loader's in it. Yeah, that makes sense. Is the power loader in there like equals? six of them that Hash, don't have a power loader. Hashtag power loader. Is there a power loader in Aliens vs. Predator? No. Or as I like to call it, AVP. We were, we were in danger of watching one of those because there's a lot... I protested. Well, there's a line... Because you know, I'm yeah, I'm with us us sitting here talking about the movie is we enjoy that, and I think the listeners, from what I understand, have enjoyed that. But when it's a shitty movie, there's a different level of entertainment yeah, that yeah. I think we provide. So we, we there was some discussion, but after go after going and seeing Alien yeah. in majestic regal RPX, it was so awesome. We we're like, we got to follow up Aliens. Uh, and also, uh, Ryan, you look lovely today. It looks like you've still got a little remnant. I definitely do. <laughs> Your eyes are yeah. really jumping out at me. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to get off. My eyebrows are like super dark too. <laughs> we, we attended Mayhem Festival yesterday and all did various things. So, uh, but we're, we're in Ripley's uh, escape ship and there she is. There's Jonesy in there with her. Uh, first time I saw Aliens was at our mutual friend Wayne's, me and, me and Red Ranger's mutual friend Wayne. Yeah. Uh, his house in probably 1987 on VHS, because that's where I got to see 
all the horror movies that I wasn't supposed to watch. Yeah. Uh, or action sci-fi or whatever the case may be. R, R-rated stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, my dad, in the tradition of my dad being the cool parent, he rented it for me when I would visit him during, during the summer when my parents were divorced. See, and that's, Probably saw like 87, 88. Now, I saw this one before I saw the first one. I did too. I didn't, I saw the first one like when I was like, 15 or 16 and I had my own video rental card by that point and I could yeah. just rent what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't remember which one I saw first but I remember I'd go back and forth and, like between watching both of them because by then I think I had the VHS box set. Yeah. And I watched them and then I like watched Alien 3 and I'm like, eh, we'll skip that one and just go watch <laughs> one or two. This I, is... I, have a, I have a weird spot in my heart for Alien 3. Well, I like it better I, I than adult. As a yeah. kid, I was like, uh, this, yeah. Um, see, I liked it when I saw it in the theater. Um, well, let's see. What is it? It was 93? 93-94. Yeah, like somewhere that. around there. I, f- I feel like I saw it in the theater. No, I did. I totally saw it in the theater, and I liked it. I knew it was different from this one, because that's the problem. That's one of the biggest problems with 3 that has nothing to really to do with the way it was made is that it as a fan... right. It follows this crazy action blockbuster, yeah. Yeah. and regardless of, of the quality of it, it is a lower key movie. Yeah, right? yeah. and uh, they kill it off like two of my favorite characters. Like, that uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's not a good way to open. Spoiler alert: If you're like Sean and have not seen any of the other ruined the entire franchise for you. I feel yeah, like we fun. did. It's been out long. Now you'll never be able to enjoy it. I know. So let's talk about Burke's. Badass business suit, polarizer, kind of, kind of a scumbag. Future, well, here we've had an interesting on our first run through. We talked about this a little bit because my perspective on Burke is I was at this point I was already a fan of Paul Reiser as a stand up comedian because he did he wasn't terribly dirty. I'd seen him on whatever wherever we saw stand up comedy in 1986. I don't know. MTV, Half Hour Comedy Hour, Comic comic Relief. relief. Uh, um, But nobody was allowed to be dirty on Comic Relief. uh, That's true, that's true. So that's probably why I thought of him as a more clean comic. But I I liked him, and then because of liking him as a stand-up, I Shockingly, I don't like comics that play it safe and don't curse a lot, other than, like, Jim Gaffigan's funny. But, like... What about Brian? How do you feel about Brian Regan? I mean, he's one of the greatest comedians, the greatest stand-up yeah. comedians of all time. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> I'll take not that. my cup of tea. I'll take Listen, that from you. Listeners can't see my... this face, but if you were constipated, yeah, it would be that face. Yeah, or and, if you were having trouble sub- getting sub- down subtitles, a Arian makes constipated face. <laughs> <laughs> if you were constipated, what your butthole looks like is the face of Arian. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. I, I I liked Paul Reiser overall, yeah. so for me, this role was a departure for him, and I've always been impressed that a guy that I thought of as a, a pretty genteel fella could be such a dirtbag. And you I guys have a different perspective. I think I'm, I, thought I think this might have been my first exposure to him. Me too. And that, uh, might, that might be why. So and that's that set, uh, which is which is an interesting, you know, we all know typecasting exists. Sure. And that's an interesting point to make. That, you know, as an actor, he chose this role, and this was the first impression for a whole generation of people, probably. Yeah. yeah. I It caught me off guard, because I knew him from, like, Mad About You. Right. Um, but then I was like, yeah, but this is... Hey, Helen, how, how, that came how out. you doing? So, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't throw me that much. Um, yeah. The company, uh, Waylon Yutani, is so evil, and, like, yeah. and so... 
sly and, and so realistic. Like like yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like Mr. Burns level evil. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. right. You're right. Well and, and you know, eventually we do meet not sorry, Sean. Gotta spoil something again. Yeah. When we do eventually meet Wayland, he is almost Mr. Burns. Yeah. yeah. I mean visually. Like, right. <laughs> That's totally true. Yeah. <laughs> That's really yeah, funny. Now I want to go. Well, I'm going to watch Prometheus before I see Covenant anyway. Yeah. Oh, is yeah, that the first time we, I have to do that? Wayland is a Prometheus. Yeah, it's the first time we see Wayland. Yeah. We yeah. see. Uh, we. I can't remember exactly who Lance Henriksen plays in Alien vs. Predator. Isn't he a Wayland? Yeah. He's not the one from Prometheus, obviously, but yeah. I think he's a Wayland. I think so. Yeah. And do we find out that? Bishop is made based on his likeness? Or do they I don't not even know. Address? That gets fuzzy because the guy that made Bishop shows up in Alien 3 at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's confusing. It's not canon. It's not uh, canon. Yeah. Yeah. It's not part of the lore. Let's not uh, let's not think about that. Let's just think about what we're looking at right now, which is a bunch of executive douchebags. Yeah. And Sigourney... Don't give a fuck, Weaver. Yeah. I mean, my gosh, she is phenomenal in this scene. She's oh, yeah. like, she she's not playing politics at all. No. She has no concern whatsoever for her future employment because uh, very clearly her livelihood is at stake here. Right. Yeah. She is essentially on trial for blowing up the Nostromo. Yeah. Yep. And she doesn't care. All she's concerned about is we cannot let these life forms. Have Get further it. contact yeah. with humans, yeah, and and it, it's admirable. There, there's no politicking whatsoever. There's, she's not being careful well, about how she says things. She's like, "Fuck you, go blow that place this up." Ju- that just happened to her in her mind. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, also, they have the screen showing all of her dead friends behind her. To her, that's all just that's happened. Very that's very yeah, last yeah. week or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know. So. And to them, this it's is. Been, yeah. You know, one this this happened fifty seven years ago, years, yeah. uh, and, and it's and the other thing, the undercurrent here is once we've gotten through this entire movie, we do realize how much nefarious shit was going on on Wayland's part. So even during this meeting, they've already made their minds up that they want this life form. Yeah, right. Like what she's talking about here doesn't matter anyway to them. Right. No. Yeah. They're willing to sacrifice anybody to get a glimpse of what these things look like right, up close. Right, because whatever Wayland's wacky plan is, right. whatever he thinks he's going to do with these xenomorphs, uh, you know, she doesn't matter. Yeah. The colonists don't matter. Nothing matters except getting this thing back, because profits mean everything, and human right. life is expendable. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, what what's your theory on, like, what his plan is? Because I... I well, we you know, going back to Prometheus, we find out that he's, you know, they they have this whole deal with the engineers and everything else. As far as right now, I think it's just to weaponize them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that, I, that I, I think that's it. There's tons of money, as we as we know in the real world. There is tons of money to be made selling weapons to the government or governments around. But how would you ever control them? Well, they don't. But they don't. They don't Yeah, they just all their thought is we just got to get our hands on it so we can study it and right. figure out how to make money. I'm sure they're thinking there's a well, way that they can train it. And well, and beyond that, for all they know, it's got medicinal values. It's got yeah, you know, right. they, it's it's a new life form, yeah. right? Which is even at this point in the future, which I guess is probably what like 200 years in the future, maybe. Yeah, probably right, right, give or take. Yeah, uh, even at this point in the future, a new life form. Is you know you can tell from the way the Marines talk about it, 
it is an unusual thing. Yeah. And they want to exploit it however they can. Well, they even say something about, um, you know, they're like, uh, they've been colonizing all these other planets and they've never seen anything like that. So right. like, how could that exist? Right. So, yeah. In 300, 300 col- uh, planetary explorations, yeah, we've right. never encountered a life form like this. Yeah, how is that right. even possible? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like it's, it, it is a weaponized thing. I mean, you're talking about it's a creature of mass destruction, acid blood, like, yeah. the, there's totally, I think it, I, the only thing I, that well, I'm sure that's on their minds. Yeah. But, I mean, exploit it in any way that they can. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it sounds like they, they don't have any sort of like government breathing down next. It sounds like Wayland Utani like runs everything. Yeah, Wayland yeah. is, is the, and, and I love, you know, we've talked before in some of the older movies we've watched how the economy of storytelling was much better. They don't have characters standing around. You know, there's exposition in this movie. Yeah. But they don't over explain things. They don't feel it necessary. Like, yeah. the beginning of the movie doesn't have a crawl saying, in the future, Wayland Utani is a corporation that runs. Like right. you just kind of have to go with it and pick yeah. that stuff up yourself. People like Sean may have not seen the first movie, so <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. And even the expedition that does happen happens in the course of like normal shit that you'd expect to happen in the movie. So yeah, right. not, it's, it's not. Natural. It's not intrusive. Yeah. Well, and the, like the during the meeting, that lady picks up the report yeah. and reads Ripley's description of the xenomorphs. Yeah, and yeah. that's a way for the audience that did not see the first movie to get them Shot. caught up on what these monsters are—the yeah. acid blood, the right. you know everything else. Yeah. So, and and she's it makes sense in the scene because she's reading her report. Back. Right. Right. And beyond that. She's trying to be like, do you understand how insane this sounds? Yeah. But it's giving us, the audience, information. Like, that's the purpose of, of that. Yeah, segment. for sure. Yeah, and it's it's a way that feels natural and organic. And this part is so good because Burke, even, the, you know, at this point we've seen the movie countless times, except for Red Ranger. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm just getting caught up. I'm going to keep that. <laughs> uh, Burke is very sympathetic, seemingly. Yeah. To Ripley's situation. Like he's he's rooting for her. He's on her side and and as an audience seeing this for the first time, you're like, Man, lady, just let this guy help you out. You know, it seems yeah. reasonable. Yeah. He has your best interest. You're living in a closet. Yeah. Sure, it's a futuristic space closet. But it's still a closet. <laughs> it looks like the cabin of like a at a cruise. Yeah. Like if you're on a cruise, like that's what a cabin looks like. Yeah. It's like tiny as shit. And when I was younger I thought that was awesome. I was like, man, everything's right there. It's all contained. She's got a refrigerator and a microwave, and her bed's right there, and she's got a table. I was like, man, I could totally live there. (laughs) And now you're like, need more space for my toys. Exactly. Always. I also like the idea, uh, because... Whereas I'm still like, yeah, it's it's cool. (laughs) You're like, yeah, I could do the closet. Uh, It's very, very, very nice and cozy. I also like that other... Uh, other environments in the movie have the sliding doors, the swoosh doors, mm-hmm. but her crappy little closet still has a regular pull yeah. door. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a nice touch. Like, they illustrate very well that she's not living in the best part of town. No. It's all dirty out in the corridor and everything, and, like, when they get there, Burke and Gorman are both looking around like, what the fuck is this place? Yeah. They have uh, FaceTime. Yeah, Skype. Yeah, Skype. Skype or FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Unless it's... Escape. Escape? escape? There is no escape. There is no, there is no escape time. There is only time. Zool. 
Um, <laughs> if you were if you were in her shoes and this like you know obviously Alien One just happened to her. Oh, I wouldn't go back. Would, yeah, there's no way in hell. I would tell them all day long. You need to go out there and blow that shit up. But I, I wouldn't go back. Yeah, but, okay. yeah, I can advise from here. Skype me in. But I get her her character motivation. Yeah, totally. It makes um, sense. I just well, and you know what? Beyond that, she needs the closure. Yeah, she needs to get yeah. out there and see these things destroyed. Yeah, because she can't worry about them. She's having right. nightmares. She can't live the rest of her, and that's what the nightmares are there for—to give us her motivation for yeah. for returning. Yeah, she can't live out the rest of her life on Earth knowing that those things are out there. Yeah, and that somebody's going to find them. Right. Yeah. The more we talk about, it, the more I'm realizing, like, I don't really have any problems with this movie at all. Like, <laughs> everything like makes sense. <laughs> We're, it does. We're, definitely taking, that, we're definitely taking a step up in quality from like our usual fare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was our last one? Crawl. Oh, the yikes. Step up. Crawl. My like, despite guest of the show, Bo Brown's love for it, and a lot of you freaking weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be nice to our audience. Uh, you, you all seem to love Curl. I could, uh, and like, I get that, like, stuff from your childhood and you have nostalgia for it. It's hard to look at with critical glasses for most people, and I'm not most people. So I'm an asshole, but whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, like. Wait, we gotta point out, uh, some nice HD, uh. Crotch for crotch, us. Yeah, yeah, crotch beard. Yeah. Going yeah. on. She's got a she's got Rad Ranger and a, and a leg lock. <laughs> exactly I what I was. wasn't gonna say it. Uh, I mean, I, I was well, making look, it. I am one. Of, I am. Uh, I don't even know that I'm most people. I'm. I'm optimistic guy. Yeah, I am, you're, you're. I am. I see the flaws and I don't give a shit. You know. Yeah. Like because I can I can recognize problems with stuff that I love and not care. Like I still love classic Doctor Who, but I yeah. I get it. You know, it's not for everyone. But crawl, sure. No, no. no You're fooling yourself if you, yeah. if you love crawl. But yeah. I think what, didn't James Horner do? Didn't he do both of these? Didn't he uh, do crawl and he, aliens? He definitely did aliens. I saw his name. Come Wasn't up. he the guy he for crawl. for crawl? Yeah, he was the guy for crawl. Yeah. So there, there's uh, there's, there's a our connective thread. We don't even need like one degree. Can and then Megan? the. Uh, Fucking wonderful and amazing Bill Paxton, who's no longer with us. Throwing yeah. out for your dead home. Uh, yeah, seriously. Yeah, and he, he is so good. Because our first run through, this is the first time I've watched anything with him in it uh, since he passed. And yeah. like when he popped up there, I was just like, oh. Is that a young, young guy? I mean, uh, sur- uh, complications from surgery that was supposed to be fairly standard. Yeah, it's um, awful. And, and that was it. He was a treasure. He was so good. And just about everything. Well, he was always good. Yeah. Yeah, he, every, from weird science and, and whatever else on, he was always like a highlight of everything that he was in. I was just talking about frailty the other day. I'm like, oh, oh my so gosh. And that's, good. that is his movie. Like I know. 100%. Yeah. And it's so perfect. Yeah. It's so good. All right, so we've got Drake and Vasquez who are fantastic. Vasquez, uh, Red Ranger, you're in the midst of some Googling. If you could look up her name. Sure. Uh, I would appreciate it because she needs to be acknowledged for uh, lots of 80s, 80s movies that she was in. Cause she, uh, I think she was in Predator 2 as well. Which, yeah, that's one uh, with Bill Paxton. Yeah. Huh? That one didn't age well. I, I will disagree with you. Really? When's the last time you watched it? Predator um, 2? Predator 2. Like six years ago? Phenomenal cast. Uh, a better looking predator than the original movie. 
Yeah. It's in the city and the future. It's very Robocopy. Uh, I, I will challenge anyone to sit down with whatever modern movie knowledge you have right now and watch Predator 2 and okay. say it's not good. Well, that's because how, that's how it is. to me too. Like, there's been times where, like, I, you know, cause, like, obviously stuff from your childhood and you see it now and you're like, oh, this isn't as good as I remember. Mm-hmm. There's stuff that I remember being bad that I watch now that's actually not bad. Yeah, and that's Predator 2 was one that disappointed me, uh, when I first saw it. Yeah. I think everybody was just pissed their arm, wasn't it? And, and that, yeah. that was it exactly. Yeah. But watching it three. minus expectations, because, I mean, you can't you replace Arnold Schwarzenegger with Danny Glover, and you think that's going to be okay. That's but not going to go over well. It, Danny Glover is. needs Mel Gibson in order to be interesting. <laughs> yeah. And this is clear. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Why would you ever... Um, but, no, I'm, I'm a big he fan. He needs the crazy, racist... Presence Mel Gibson. I, I am a big fan oh, of Predator dear. Two. Definitely, we'll we'll get around to that one one of these days. Yeah. our schedule's uh, actually yeah. full for the rest of the year, which is crazy. To uh, think of. Okay, we've uh, got Jeanette Mike Goldstein. Jeanette Goldstein, Best yes. His name is. She was in uh, Terminator Two. Very much not Hispanic. No, <laughs> no, no. Or at least the name. Like if she, unless she married into that name, that name was not Hispanic. But, uh, yeah, she's fantastic in this. Uh, Michael Bean, we saw just a minute ago. He's awesome. Oh, man. Uh, he's uh, Kyle Reese I wish, I wish from Terminator. Had, I know. I wish he had done more. Yeah, he, I mean, he did a lot, but I wish he had had the opportunity to be bigger than he was. Yeah. Like, he, I remember he never, I used to watch all of his shit. Yeah. Including Navy SEALs, which was my jam. And that's when I have not rewatched. But I, when I was a kid, I that movie was badass. I know. I felt the same way. Yeah. And I tried to watch it. It was on... It popped, I think it was on Xfinity On Demand or whatever. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, Navy SEALs, I haven't seen that in forever. And I watched the first, like, 20 minutes of it. Uh, and I was like, I yeah, can't do Charlie it. I may, I may need to give it a chance again at some point. Because, yeah. you know, sometimes a movie will just hit you at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah. Because not, not everything is Aliens. Because I can sit down and watch Aliens anytime. Mm-hmm. Literally anytime I can watch it. And uh, uh, that's such a good line. Yeah. His, his character gets gets some of the big laughs of the movie. Oh, yeah. Chattering. They we're watching with subtitles this time, people, because this movie is actually high enough quality to have warranted, <laughs> like, eight different languages worth of subtitles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and we, we've got our English subtitles. And I like how it's by the character that's speaking. It's yeah. not just middle of the screen. I hardly ever see that. And here's, here's uh, Gorman trying to establish his authority. Uh, this guy is is phenomenal too, and I, I can't remember. I apologize for not knowing any of the actors' names. I'm terrible, uh, but worst. I, I am. Uh, he does a great job because initially here we do get the idea like, okay, he's a lieutenant. He's he's the, he seems the guy in charge. Yeah, yeah. He knows he has his information. He is capable of standing. Uh, in front of these guys and sort of wrangling them, you know? Like, because they're all being a little rowdy and he's like, no, I'm, I'm going to keep laying it down for you. Yeah. And then we get then we get Ellen, don't give a fuck Ripley, who is like, look, shitheads. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, it's interesting that they... And I didn't catch this on the first... I've only seen it twice. Uh, when he talks about... <laughs> Bill Paxton's character talks about it being a bug hunt as if that's a thing that they normally do. Yeah, I, well, I think... Probably they've run into lesser alien life that's, forms. Yeah, yeah. And, and and that's their in my my opinion of that is that they've essentially been used as exterminators in the past. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And and that's annoying to them. Like, we we right. are trained for action and you've got us going out and 
you know, they're like, hey, we want spraying to for bugs right, or yeah. getting rid of the the alien equivalent of rats. Or well, whatever. and that and that speaks to a little bit of what we were talking about earlier when we were ta- uh, discussing. Like, they haven't seen anything like the xenomorphs, right? And so the xenomorphs are truly unique, but they've clearly seen other sorts of bugs, quote unquote. And they're inferring at this point that whatever she's talking about is just another one of those things, right? Exactly that. Her people just couldn't handle it. Right. But exactly. they're big, badass colonial marines. Right. So. Right. This yeah. is going to be a walk in the park for us. Right. You're using, you're using a flamethrower on a mosquito. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Little do they know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His facial expressions are so good. And so. Uh, and so is the guy who plays Apone. Oh, yeah. my gosh. He, he is a treasure. Yeah, he's amazing. And he's the the thing is, you know, I, I in early viewings of this movie, I was so disappointed that Apone. Uh, spoiler alert: that Apone ate it so early, but they had to get rid of him. Yeah, because yeah, he's he he's right he's too exactly. Good. He's yeah. competent. He would have at one point rallied them together. Yeah. So he had to go. <laughs> also, yeah. just as far as far as terms of character, he would have dominated. Like, yeah. 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 Would have become yeah. the Apone show. Yeah. Yeah. Which I would watch the Apone sure, show, by too. the way. And that wouldn't let Hicks become like his, you know, yeah. badass by the end of it. I would have been I, I would be very interested, uh IDW, the comic book publisher, every year or the last couple of years, they've taken a lot of their licensed properties and done a, a one shot series of uh alternate reality comics called Deviations. Oh nice. Where it's what if this had happened. It's a ripoff of Marvel Comics. What right, if? Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would love to see Dark Horse do the same thing with Aliens and do like, what if Ridley had somehow had an alien in her? Yeah. When they woke her up out of the cryo sleep, right? And an alien gets loose on that space station. Oh wow! What if right. uh, you know? What if this had gone differently? What wow. like I, I love that kind of stuff. And you can. Uh, there is a comic book sequel to Aliens where Hicks and Newt survive. Uh, that's very good. And it came out before Alien 3 came out. I wish, I wish I'd have read that. It's, it's out. You can get it now. They, yeah. ju- they just recently uh, for the excuse me, for the anniversary of Aliens uh, last year, they reprinted it in a really nice collected nice. edition. Uh, you can probably okay. still get it off yeah, Amazon. It it's well worth reading. It's really good. Uh, it's, uh, Here's, we, we need to establish here that Ripley has yes. a class two license and a loader. Yep. And some badass Reeboks. Now, what is, what is this thing? Red Ranger? Power loader. Power loader. Power loader. Clearly the, the key moment of the movie for you. Yeah. It yeah. just occurred. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry you've got to sit here for another hour and a half with the rest of this bullshit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But it looks great. I mean, yeah, they, it looks awesome. you know, they, they've got, use some miniature work. They've got some real life stuff. But I mean, this is, even though it's superimposed, that's solid. It looks better mm-hmm. than the Rancor anyway. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. Which with all the work they've done in Star Wars, how have they never fixed the fucking Rancor? Yeah. Still looks terrible. I mean, the, 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 the model looks good. Yeah, right, right. But the but way in, that they superimposed yeah, yeah. it is so yeah. bad. But George Lucas probably likes it. That's why. Uh, yeah, you could be right. <laughs> and Kathleen Kennedy isn't that bothered. He's by still maybe worst. they'll maybe they'll clean it up if they ever get around to releasing high definition versions of the original theatrical cuts. I feel like I've been hearing about that forever. Oh, I have, and you know what? If you're ever going to do it, this is the year. Yeah, it's the 40th yeah. anniversary. Yeah. 
let's get on it, or even even be shitheads about it. Put out a new hope this year. Put out yeah. you know Empire, Empire the fortieth yeah. of, yeah. of Empire. Yeah, and then like three years after they've all been released, put out put out that right, special, special right, right. super special edition box set. Sure. Do it that way. I'll I'll take it. However, yeah, you know you'll get, buy all of that. We won't get yeah. any of it until the fiftieth because Disney's Ugh. big on those big ones. Oh god, twenty-five, fifty. I know you'll be forty. Oh no, child. <laughs> We're gonna be living in a Mad Max movie by the time that's <laughs> all. Yeah. We better put it out now. <laughs> Enjoy your internet while you can. Well, yeah, by then there won't even be physical media. Fuck yeah, man. that's true. Yeah. Major touch shit right into our brains. I'll quit watching movies. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit. I'll watch more bullshit. movies. <laughs> I'm with you. I like to be able to go buy the fucking movie. Yeah, I, I, wanna, I, I like to hold things. Yeah, you get an endorphin rush from spending money and getting a, a thing you're, to hold. You're the reason we ended up in the Matrix. It's great. <laughs> People like you, or you want the Matrix? This is how you get the Matrix. Yeah, it's not even people like me. I actively want that because I don't like I don't like things. It's people who don't have no opinion, and they're just like, oh yeah, this is easier. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Right. Yeah. yeah, like the faceless hordes who just yeah. like, oh yeah. Well, it's not even this is easier. easier. I'll take whatever you give me. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That's I true. I actively want something. You actively want something. <laughs> it's everyone the in the middle who are passively just taking <laughs> right. whatever they're getting. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, those just are the ones opening their mouths up and eating all the shit. Yeah, it's, it's like a great joke that uh, somebody told a comedian told once. He's like, you know. Women have types of men that they're attracted to, and men have women who let them fuck them. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> so, oh, she's into me. I guess this is what I'm having sex with now. <laughs> I can't. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not. We're horrible. We're a dumb species. It's great. <laughs> but this yeah, dumb species like created this badass dropship. Oh uh, yeah, that looks ship. phenomenal. Uh, and it's funny all to think the, about all the, of the effects work in this movie is top notch. Uh, yeah, the model stuff, the real life stuff, everything. And it holds up. I mean, as we've said, no, it really. Yeah, yeah, it the the, the Blu-ray really transfer really is, is really fucking gorgeous. It's doing it favors. Like, yeah, there, like there are maybe a, actually, now I think about it, there are maybe a few more from the '80s, like this era, that are as good or better. The Criterion Blu-ray of Blade Runner. It's just absolutely fucking gorgeous. Yeah, well, even the one I've movie. got, because I, I bought the Blu-ray set that has, like, all the different cuts in it, like, because yeah. I'm desperate to like that movie. <laughs> I still don't, but I'll, I will keep giving it chances. But I bought that, and it's it's looks, I mean, Blade Runner is flawless. Yeah, it looks yeah. incredible. Yeah. Which is part of the reason why I can sort of revisit it, yeah. is because as much as I may think it's slow and boring, it is a visual treat. Yeah? Yeah. But uh, For sure. I'm, I'm, I'm so not looking forward to Blade Runner 2049. I mean, I am, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm of mixed feelings. On I don't one. care. Yeah, well, you don't have. If I hear, yeah, I have no stake in it. You, you, right. yeah, like the first one didn't really resonate for right. you. Yeah, I get it. But like, it's one of my like five favorite movies. Right, right. Have, so, well, you you may feel similar to that. How I feel about the Dark Tower. Well. Uh. <laughs> I, no, I, I love the like the first three books are like three of his best books. The fourth one's pretty good, and then the last three books are a fucking mess. 
because by that point in his life, he just, like... When you become... Like, I have a theory that when you become so successful, like, you just think your first instincts are right so much that, like, you become less critical of your own shit, and people... No one's really in a position to check you. Yeah. So, like... It gets I, harder I, as you go on. And I think that's what happened to him. Because there are a lot of bad ideas in those last three books that don't translate well. And he, I don't think he had anybody to tell him, dude, this guy I work. see where you're coming from, and I understand it. Uh, I don't agree with it. But that's a different podcast. Sure. Because <laughs> if we talk about that now... Uh, Nicole will murder us. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, she needs to be yeah. involved in that. Right? Yeah, yeah. We can't it do was that just without her. Listening to y'all talk about. She's, it. Really <laughs> she's yelling. Ryan's sitting. Phone right yeah, now. Ryan's sitting over there, and they're like, like, guys, stop! No, no, stop! Stop! Uh, I don't like when mom and dad fight. So we're on right now. They are they're aboard the APC down. in the dropship, which I, I love the idea. This APC is so... And there's some definitely scaling questions here because if you, if you look at the size of the APC and then you look at the size of the pilots and the model of the dropship... Ship? Dropship. Dropship. Uh, nothing lines up. Yeah. And Cameron even says in the commentaries or the special materials or whatever that the interior of the APC does not fit inside the exterior of the APC and he just doesn't care because he wanted all the cool shit to work. And that's fine because as a viewer... It may, like, sort of occur to you, but it's nothing that really throws you out of the movie. No. I don't give a shit. Uh, but I, I love how this stuff is all meant to work together, and it, it's very logical. Like, the, the APC backs up that ramp, and it right. closes up, and now they're getting ready to drop it off, and it just... It all feels... I feel like it's very well, it, very much like futuristic military stuff, yeah. but not so much. It's not like crazy. It's not Star Trek. No, no. You know? he, he took av- average, like regular, like shit we have now or then in this case, and was like, well, what would the future space version of right. this? Well, it's like right. little. It's like little things. Like you know, you have a, a assault rifle, but you have an ammo counter on the side of it, like with a digital screen that says right. how many bullets you have. Like yeah. that's. That's shit that we could have now, but like you know, we don't. Which, right. which has been used as you a said before, times video yeah. games and yeah, all, yeah, all yeah. Sort of stuff. When in, when are we going to get the future the video games promised us? I know, right? <laughs> um, but I that's one of the things I've always loved about this movie. It was like one of my favorite things about it was like all the technology, like those giant pulse rifles they have connected to them and all stuff. Like I. That's one of the things I've always loved about this. They're awesome tracking devices that they have, the little blips on it. Like, it's, all this shit looks so cool. It's all very functional and reasonable. Yeah. yeah. There, you don't see anything that you think, well, that's silly. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing that they just slap some high-tech-looking paint on to be like, well, it's high-tech for high-tech's sake. Well, and, it's, and none of it has high-tech paint. It's all no, the it's drab. All it's all, like, yeah. they didn't... They didn't want it to look Star Trekky. They, no, it's all right, military right. colors. It's all yep. very drab. Like this is—it's a tank, but it's a badass tank. Yeah, yeah. You know? put a small neon light on the side of a pistol. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Or you don't it's have fucking gun. ground effects under the tank. Right, you know? exactly. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no pew pew pew. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm also a big fan of like just like the look of all the Marines. They all have their own little kind of variations on their their outfits. Yeah, which is very. I mean, you know, this is 1986, so 
Vietnam and Vietnam, well, Vietnam movies were huge at the time, but oh, Vietnam yeah, yeah, yeah. was not that far in the past, and all of this is very reminiscent of You're right. the depictions of yeah, Vietnam absolutely. soldiers like, that we saw with all the stuff written on their gear, yep. the personalized the helmets, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's very much yeah. that flavor. I never really thought about that, but you're totally right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because this was around the same time Platoon and Full Metal Jacket came out. Yeah. Full Metal Jacket is so good. Yeah. Yeah, Early Army. And and it has that flavor. (laughs) What is your goddamn malfunction, Private Pile? If this movie had been made 15 years later, they'd be wearing desert fatigues. Yeah. And they would have, you know, post traumatic stress disorder, and, you know, it would be very different. It, it is. It is. Even though it feels very believable as a future in the world of Hollywood, it's very much a product of 1986. Yeah. Uh, we missed. Uh, we missed an important part on the drop, which leads into. Our, do you want to talk about the theory now? Oh yeah, yeah. So while well, while they were dropping, Gorman looked visibly uncomfortable. Lieutenant Gorman is in charge, and uh, Ripley asks a question. Finds out that. Uh, it's the second combat drop he's ever taken. So even though he's in charge, he's probably the greenest member of the team. Yep. Which we thought leads you to believe that obviously since like ostensibly the the mission's under military control, but Weyland Utani runs basically everything. So the theory is, you know, they're trying to get a hold of this Organism at all costs, and Burke didn't want a strong commander in place. He didn't want somebody like Apone, right? Yeah, in charge. So yeah. they put this green ass Lieutenant Gorman. So, so that if, if Burke right. needed to, he could just you know override him easily. And yep. we all like, did we also? Yeah, we. Oh yeah, we missed the. We're not watching the extended, but. uh so one of the scenes that was cut from the first one is you find it shows life on LB was it LB four twenty six four twenty six, and it shows Newt's family going off and discovering the alien ship, and her father gets attacked by a face hugger, and he's the one who gets brought back. Yeah, and so like it establishes that that's what happened. It doesn't say why. They it, were looking. It, it doesn't say why they were at. Well, and you know what? I take that back. I almost want to say they might have mentioned something about you know. I, I got a tip yeah. that said yeah. to go investigate this quad. So what yeah, we think, which, what we yeah. think happened is that from Ripley's descriptions of everything, Bert pieced together where on LB four two six. Well, no, that happened before they found. Uh, Did it? Because, like, everybody's been on the thing. Oh, no, wait, you're right, you're right. Yeah? So, like, we think... Because the original theory we had was, did they start looking for Ripley because, because that happened? Yeah. But they found... Yeah? That, I think that was Red Ranger's yeah, speculation. They, yeah. But yeah. he's only seen it twice, so you can't sure. hold that against him. Yeah, but I'm also really wicked smart, so... <laughs> Got an English degree. <laughs> Good with stories. <laughs> Remember Arian's face from I'm gonna before? insert That's I'm gonna insert right cricket noises yeah. <laughs> in there. Tumbleweed. So yeah, so what you were saying is that uh maybe Burke got her fed story. Info was like to a guy that he knew out there and he's like, Hey, 
check this out. Right. There's it, money in it for you. Send, send, send somebody out, out and check this shit. To maybe create a catalyst for shit to happen so that they would need to send an expedition right. out there. To get these well, aliens. Because they, they were going to, you know, that was essentially a salvage situation where if Newt's parents had found that thing, they could claim rights to it. Right, and exactly. They'd be very well off. Because yeah. it's, it, the the added scene does make clear that they are going way outside the beaten path. Right, yeah. well, and they have the scene prior to that of the two guys... Talking, uh, and he's like, yeah, the kid's bothering me and saying, you know, I want to ask the higher-ups if it's okay. And he's like, and you know what I'm going to ask? They're going to say, don't ask. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that, that's, the other thing is, like, it's interesting that the colony's been there for, like, what did they say, 22 20, 20 years? Yeah, 20 years, something like that. 20 years. So, like, they've been there that long, so they must be pretty far away from the alien camp, because nobody's ever wandered over there. Yeah. Oh, right. well, I don't think it would take, because the thing is, the way, you know, as we saw in the first movie, which, granted, Red Ranger is not seen yet, what happens in the first movie... I haven't seen it. ...is, uh... They discover the essentially the alien the alien nest. There's another movie. Yeah, and for the aliens to be activated or whatever yeah. requires outside interference. Yeah, like they don't just birth themselves. They need an organism to impregnate. Yeah, and and to uh, to give birth, so to speak. Yeah. So as long as none of the colonists went out there, then they're just gonna sit there. Right. Right. Yeah. They'll, they'll just be dormant. Yeah, for the entire time. So now we're in the lab, uh, and, and the Colonial Marines at this point still don't know what's happened here. All they know is the place is torn apart. Yeah. Uh, something bad is happening. There appear to be no survivors. But they are still badass Colonial m- Marines, and whatever it was, these colonists couldn't deal with. They're like, ah, oh, we got the shit. Right. Right. Right, they find a, a broken out science laboratory, and I'm sure they're like, yeah. And I'm sure right now they're looking at these things, and they're like, they're not so, so scary. This is right, hilarious. these little crab people? Yeah, yeah if all you or see curious. are the, the face huggers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they made toys of these, and I really need to pick them up. I keep... Face huggers? Yeah, well, oh, no, this shoes. whole, the cylinders uh, and uh, the face yeah, huggers, yeah, it's like the whole little yeah. thing, and I'm like... I don't want to spend 20 bucks on that. I'd rather have an actual alien, but now I'm sitting here looking at it in the movie, and I'm like, shit, I need to get that. Yeah. Put some put some gelatin in there with them so they'll look Lights right. Because the, the little things, they made them watertight, so you can put something in there. Oh, nice. Of course, gelatin will mold. Maybe that's a bad idea. I actually have some stuff that might work for that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, NACA, for anybody listening, NACA makes a freaking amazing range of uh, toys based on these movies and on the comics. Yeah. And uh, they, they've gotten the likeness rights for some of the Colonial Marines, but not all of them. Uh, but you can get Bishop and Ripley and Hicks and Hudson. A few others. Yeah. So, yeah, you saw that thing come alive just when it had a possible host near right. it. Right. It totally yeah. reacted to him. Yeah. yeah. So these things are... Fairly sentient. I mean, not really. Well, and what's interesting? What's interesting is I don't think they have much of a lifespan outside of the egg. So what they've done here is they preserved that thing beyond when it should have just died. Right. Exactly. Like if they hadn't stuck it in that thing, it it would just be laying on the ground, all dried up somewhere. It would be interesting to see like a prequel of like everything that happened in the colony before they got there. Yeah, that would be that would be a solid comic. Yeah. Like, just like a four, four, six issue yeah, yeah. comic just about life in 
LV426. Like what we see what was happening up until the point where uh, his parents find the... First two issues could sort of establish the politics of the place and like the two guys that we're talking about, you know, are yeah. going to bother him, whatever. And then like the end of the second issue has Newt's dad getting the transmission like, hey honey, I think we're, I think we just got lucky. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you no. just fucked up everything. No. Man, that gun's so sweet. It's I love it. fucking intense. High-pitched High beeping. <laughs> the, this, these are by far the best subtitles. That's the name of my I've DM man. This, uh, I thought it was so many unopened boxes. That's the name of my other band. <laughs> but my electronic dance music band is High Pitch Beeping. That makes sense. I played at Shaky Beats this weekend. <laughs> There's so many cool things where they're like building tension, like organically. Like, you know, you're seeing like on the screen, you're seeing the little blips coming after them. And then, like, you know, the thing with the, the ammo counter later, which I don't think is in this version. No, it's not. The the sentry guns are not in this version. Yeah, one. but that's, like, so tense. It's a fantastic scene. I know. Yeah. That alone makes the, the extended cut better. Well, and once again, it's establishing the, the sheer, like, single-minded ferocity of the aliens. Yeah. They're getting blown to pieces... But they just keep coming because they're they're monsters. They don't have yeah. a uh, you know it's not we're going to capture these humans and take them back to our queen like that is their motivation. Yeah. But that's not they're not thinking of it in those terms. No. They're animals. Yeah, they're doing what's instinctive. Yeah, right. they're not unlike uh, like as I watch this, it, it's a lot. Of, it reminds me a lot of like the early zombie flicks. The the Romero style, where the zombies is like they don't give a fuck. They just, just like, yeah. they would just wreck you and then make more zombies. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is just a, a science fiction twist on that kind of model. I'm gonna guess, Aaron, you're probably the most likely yes to this question. Did any of you guys play the Alien versus Predator game on Atari Jaguar? No, I never no. had a Jaguar. It was, and I don't know if they adapted it. I'm sure it was on PC because pretty much everything that comes out on consoles ends up on PC. Well, and like even if it like never legit came out on PC, it's you been can, like you can, yeah, right, you can, right. If you're a dirty pirate, you can uh, like download the ROM and like emulate the Jaguar and play it. On your it, PC. it is a fan. It's a first-person shooter, which I'm not a fan of, but this one was done so well. Kind of like Perfect Dark on the Nintendo 64. Like, that game's so good, I don't give a shit that it's a first-person shooter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and you can play, in this game, you could play as an alien, a predator, or a colonial marine. And I think I did play this. And see, and that's the thing, is I, I don't know if it came out on other systems. I know I feel like it did. during my time, like then, at the, the video game stores, it didn't. It was exclusive to the Jaguar, and it was actually one of the big reasons we sold Jaguars, because it was... It, because of that game. It was so good. It was a system seller, bro. It was. Yeah. It was. Uh, it, but if you played as the alien... You had the option to go around, which this is not how alien biology works, but you had the option to go around impregnating the humans you killed. Yeah. <laughs> and when you died, you'd respawn from one of those humans. Ah, nice. Uh, it's a great mechanism. Uh, and then playing as a predator, obviously you were hunting everybody and playing as a colonial marine. Uh, you alive. were the weakest, but you had the best tech, I think. I, I mean, obviously it's been 20 two years or whatever, because it came out in 90, 
five. Yeah, it looks all like Doom. Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, at the time, the graphics were mind blowing. I'm sure if I saw them now, I'd be like, "Wow, this looks like some bullshit." (laughs) 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 I'm looking at it right now. At the time, they were phenomenal. Uh, But I highly recommend if anybody can track that game down, or if it's been maybe updated or anything. I I love it. Be online for free somewhere. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, So we're now at the point where. Is it really Wolfenstein bad? It's um, like, like it's a step up from it's yeah. a step up. Okay, okay. next level, but well, and Wolfenstein was another. I think that was on the Jaguar, or was that on the 3DO? That was on everything. It started on the Apple IIe. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Wolfenstein did come out for everything, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, so we've got. They've recovered Newt. They found out that she's the lone survivor uh, of these colonists. And we already have, oh, no, wait, we don't, because that was a scene from the special edition where they talk about Ripley's daughter. Oh, oh you're right, yeah. So in the special yeah. edition, we've got Ripley, we already have a built-in motivation for Ripley to take care of her, beyond just the fact that our societal... Dude, the special edition is a hundred times better. Yeah, right. Really. Beyond just our societal norm of like, oh, she's a woman, so she's going to want to take care of the kid. Like, we have the backstory of her daughter passing away two years before. So we we have this motivation for her to take care of this little girl and, like, protect her. Yeah, Um, sure. You're going to hear some chair squeaking. I apologize, listeners, but I need to get myself another beverage. Chair noise. Right now. Yeah, you guys talk. You come up my chair 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 noise. Um, We're singing over chair noise. Good job, guys. And and Ripley wasn't able to be reunited with her daughter because she found out that her daughter died a couple years before she was recovered. Yeah, Yeah, she's technically younger than her daughter. Because yeah. she's been in cryo sleep. Uh, yeah. Another so. interesting thing is uh, they made they actually made a spinoff where you play as Ripley's daughter. Uh, it's a video game called Alien Isolation, mm. and it's incredibly good. Like I suggest picking it up. Well, like, uh, what system was it on? Uh, it's on like PS4. I'm pretty sure it's on computer. Uh, it's really good. Like it's it's definitely that modern horror type game, like Resident Evil Seven and all that stuff, where it's like you don't really have any defense. And like you're, you know, you're walking around with like a motion tracker, and there's an alien, and you're trying to get from here to here. It's like, you know, it'll be like, you know, mission based, like, uh, you know, turn on the power to the satellites so you right. can communicate, and you have to get there with the alien stalking you, and it's really intense and and really scary. Um, but uh, yeah, apparently some people played it in VR and were like passing out because it was so scary. Oh shit! I guess you see that. So, real real quick, uh, listeners, you're just going to have to hear this and be jealous. Uh, Mrs. Troublemaker just came downstairs, and uh, she is preparing taco stuff. So, if you guys want to take a quick taco break in a little bit, um, then we can do that. If not, we will continue on as... And this this yeah, scene so we, in particular, we're, we're not about very tacos. appetizing. Right, we're talking about tacos while uh, Bishop is dissecting a face. Maybe, right. maybe nobody's hungry now. Right. I, was I don't know, I could go for some oysters. And then I saw a, uh, yeah, it does a, lot of a, a face hugger liver. I think, if, if I remember correctly, what they did is, uh, the, and uh, I want to say Rob Boutine might have done the effects for this. I'm sure it was somebody from K&B. Yeah. Uh, but they built the face hugger creature, and this might be what they did in the first movie. I might be misremembering and attributing it to this one. Wait, there's the first movie? Uh, they built the face hugger prop, and then it was just like hollow in the middle, and they just stuck like liver and oysters and shit in it. 
for him oh. for when he's dissecting it. No, Which, I mean, that's common. I mean, yeah, any horror fan like, knows yeah. that, you know, it's, it, chances are guts are guts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, um, do you think Bishop's motives are, like, all on the up and up? Do you think Bishop's... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think I he... Think, I think too, yeah. Because he too. makes a point that, that now these synthetic people have the Asimov rules, like essentially. Like, he doesn't yeah. mention all... Was it five... In the five rules of robots. Yeah, he just mentions that he can't knowingly take hurt. an action to yeah. hurt or endanger. He can't action. harm or allow harm to a human. Yeah, yeah. which, which by, is one by of an the, act of omission, right? Which is one of the Asimov rules, and I think that is meant. Yes, we we know what. Well, most of us know what happened uh, with Ash in the last movie. <laughs> So we're suspicious of him in the same way that Ripley is. Yeah. But I think the intention there is once the movie is over, you realize, oh, okay, well, when he said that, that was legit. And yeah, now, yeah. going forward, these these androids or, or whatever you want to call them, whatever they prefer to be called. I don't want to be... It's not speciesist. What would is it, it even be? speciesist? Humanist? I don't know. Somebody will come up with it. Life formist. Life formist. Life formist. Yes. Uh, uh, it does not look like Rob Boutine worked on this one, but Stan Winston did. Okay, Stan Winston. I yeah. should have known that. We all should have known that. People listening right now are saying, "You guys should have known that." Sorry, people. Whatever, nerds. I'm old. My brain isn't what it used to be. Well, if I had drinking been, all weekend. If I had been doing well, yeah, that's a problem too. There and might have and been continuing to do so. There might have been some alcohol. It, this week. Let me just let me just tell any listeners that might be bothered by my sometimes lack of knowledge. If I had been doing this podcast fifteen or twenty years ago, I would be so annoying, it would be unlistenable. Because I did used to know all this stuff and I would have been laying it down and you would have been like, This guy's fucking irritating. <laughs> Yeah. Well, boxes. actually, what happened yeah, was... Yeah, I can't. Allow me to correct your misconception, sir. That's why I can't hang around comic shops. Like, those people like that. Seriously. Yeah, it's like, those kind of... Dude, you've got to chill. Yeah, I'm all about being, like, you know, really nerdy and geeky about stuff, but, like, when you have to, like, explain everything to me and be like, oh, correct everything, it's like, fuck that. Another effective thing that this movie is doing is... It has taken... We're, we're close to an hour in at this point. They've already investigated one portion of the facility, and while their surroundings have certainly changed, they've kind of trained the audience right now to think, okay, well, whatever happened here already happened. Yeah. Right? Right. For all intents and purposes, they're walking into this... They're, they're walking into a situation that's done. Right? Yeah. So they, they've kind of made us, even as, as creepy and yucky uh, as this is, and, and I, I will defend my use of the word yucky for oh, this, it's very for yucky. this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's a really effective... Yeah. But we, we're kind of at ease to a certain extent, because one, whatever happened has already happened, and two, these are badass colonial marines. Yeah. And they have reiterated, since we were introduced to them, from Vasquez doing her pull-ups and them doing their weapons yeah. checks and yeah. how competent they've been thus far. Think this door is locked. I'll take care of that shit. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Right. Everything. Like, we're, we're kind of comfortable. Yeah. Actually, the only person that's uncomfortable the entire time is Gorman. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> and, and his discomfort purely comes from the fact that he just hasn't he doesn't know what he's before. doing. Right, right. Yeah. He is in completely over his head. Yeah, he's trying to like play the big bat, like you know, like I'm in charge. But yeah, he's also like I don't know the fuck. Yeah. yeah, which which you know, huge kudos to the actor for pulling that off. Yeah, because you can see on his face he has no idea what the fuck. And, and that's on. where it's all coming from. Yeah. Is he is. Uh, he, he's playing his role very, very well, and we've all dealt with guys like that that yeah. are in over their head. Oh yeah, but that I've been that guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and even more specific, like he seems to have been put in place by Paul Reiser's character. Well, not necessarily. I mean, it was he. He was. It was certainly orchestrated, as we discussed earlier, right. by Wayland Yutani, right? For him to be uh, the commanding officer, right? Yeah. So he's somebody that is out of place. On purpose, and he probably doesn't even know why he he's here. No right? Exactly. He knows he really shouldn't be on this exactly. one. Exactly, yeah. and it's making that him even more. Nervous. That would also be an it. You know, just a whole prequel comic book. That'd be awesome. You could do LV four twenty six. You could do how Gorman got to be in charge, like the political maneuverings for Gorman to be put in charge of this. You get there's all kinds of great backstories. All that with, like showing yeah. hardly any aliens at all. And yeah, yeah, amazing. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it'd be awesome. I mean, because Gorman has clearly seen very little actual combat time. You could have uh, Drake getting, or not Drake, uh, Frost getting his Arcturian Poontang. <laughs> right, that would be the end. That, that would be a nice little set. It could be like the old uh, Star Wars, like Tales from the Mos Eisley Cantina. Like it could be something like that. Mm. Where they take each of the characters and they kind of go with like, well, here's what they were doing up to aliens. You know, it could be a fun anthology book. Just do like a book with just a bunch of short stories about all this stuff. That's literally what I just said. I thought you were saying like a series of comics about all Tales like from the Moss Eisley Cantina. It's a book. No, it was an anthology. Yeah. I've clearly it's, never read it. Oh my was there, gosh. Were there any other alien movies? Why made? are you here? <laughs> Is there not a golf tournament you should be watching? Shut up. Is there I think the Wells Fargo tournaments today. You know why I know that? Because my dad is using is is uh, <laughs> he's working the yeah, course or something. Right? He is. Yeah. He's he's the uh, on the twelfth and thirteenth holes. He is running the laser sight. I don't even know what that means. It's uh, it, it's something to do with like where the it's how the announcers know how to say where the ball is. Uh, like they're not all geometry geniuses. They actually have guys out there. Like when the ball stops. They get a laser reading on its position and then feed it back to the announcer. So the announcer's gonna be like, "Well, the ball is currently 13 meters from the hole." Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 He's very excited there. about it. Yeah. yeah, I don't understand any about that. But that was the world I came from. So there we go. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's apparent. See, Sean, I obviously fit in really well. Sean, <laughs> golf is a game where you try and whack a little ball into a hole. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of also the story of my life. Thank you. Walter? Is that Walter? That's not Walter, is it? Yeah. Isn't that a quote? From Robin Williams' stand-up. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's what I'm talking about, people. You get old, you drink lots of beer, things Some get fuzzy. Mm-hmm. John Goodman starts to turn into Robin Williams. And slimy space snot is just still as disgusting as it was when you were sober. Oh, I want somebody to do a fan video just for my own morbid curiosity of the process of the aliens cocooning somebody in this nasty resin shit. Oh my god. Like, where does yeah, that, is it, does it come out of their butts? Right, is it like a, a spider? Yeah, do they just drool it on them? What is, what is it? Because it's, I mean, 
Oh, man, that look, that chest pressure looks so good. That yeah. Look, my honey. Nice. Hell, my rank time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that is definitely my on fire. Uh, yeah, just flames everywhere. All we can use is the flamethrowers right now. Although I think they call them incinerators in this. I don't yeah, think they call yeah, them flamethrowers. Yeah. Uh, all the the bullets have been gathered up because you know you don't want to blow up a nuclear reactor. No. And Isn't then there? here we go. Yeah. Oh, oh my so god! Awesome. Damn, it looks so good. So intense. All the creepy, I love how they'll just hide in the walls and shit. All the creepy scenery that we thought was just creepy scenery. Right. Now just be it's them. Yeah. Now, are these people in costume? Are these stunt people in costume? Yeah, these are stunt people in costumes that are basically black bodysuits with a bunch of, uh, like, foam shit latex and there. rubber shit yeah. uh, bunch attached. Bunch of Jagger Nightmare. Which, which is, and they're, they're very visibly different. That's something we should mention. These aliens are very, very different from the one in the first movie. Yeah, uh, I know. The, the designs are a little further away from Giger's stuff. Yeah. Uh, the heads, if you notice, the heads are ridged and tubular instead of that clear dome. Yeah. Uh, from the first one. I prefer the first one, but it's also, the first one's a little more, like, scary, like, stalker. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. yeah. These, these are, like, fast. And this right here is the best instance of how it's they so blend awesome. into the background, because that one just, just pops. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's horrifying. Yeah. And we, what a great shot of it running up the wall holding her. Like, it's so awesome. It looks, it's not awkward at all. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we lose, we lose Frost, and then we lose, it's, it's shit's just gone to hell. Yeah. It's yeah, this bad whole time. next yeah. 10 minutes. We're, but we're food bar at this point. They had to redesign everything, because the, if you see the guy that played the alien in the first movie, he is very, he's something he's, like seven feet tall, but he yeah. weighs like 120 pounds or some oh shit. God. Like yeah, he's, he's like, the, he, that Doug he's Jones? super, no, no, this is, uh, no, Doug Jones. Would have been like twelve. No, no, I'm saying it's built like Doug Jones. Oh, uh, Doug Jones like that. He's a freak. I, I he's think he's even. Dude. I think he's even more slender than that. Wow. But for this one, they needed people that could be really active and do a lot of flips and jumps and everything. And uh, if I remember correctly, there's some outtakes on this where like an alien will sort of roll on the floor and the whole like back tube will fly off. And they're like, oh shit! shit. All right, glue it back on. But they just, uh, they, they are, they're much more aggressive and active in this one. And that's, I mean, this scene is one of my favorite gotchas in the history of movies. Are they called like warrior aliens or something like that? I, that that's sort of the, I, I don't know that that's a technical term, but that yeah. is like when figures come out and stuff, they're referred to as warrior aliens. Yeah. They're probably like separated out by, you know. Typical B structure. You have the the workers, the soldiers. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is. I mean, for for like reference books and for Naka's toy line, the first one is typically referred to as the xenomorph. Yeah. Uh, the ones from this one are warrior aliens. The third movie is the dog alien. The fourth movie. Um, there's a fourth movie? They're not called... <laughs> that one I actually wish I did. Wait, there's more than one of these? Uh, there's. They're no, not called Warriors in the Don't worry, one. Sean. Only one of them's got a power letter. Okay. <laughs> but then, of course, you've got the wonderful Dark Horse comics and the Kenner toy line that gave us the Mantis alien, the Gorilla <laughs> alien, the Bull alien, the Cougar alien, the yeah. Panther alien, which I love... Oh, yeah. The ...that they established that the Xenomorphs can impregnate more than just humanoids yep. and that they'll reflect the life form that oh, they're that what they do? They, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Gotcha. Yeah, like if they impregnate a, a cow, you're going to have a cow alien. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's in the third movie, uh, the original, because they've got the There's other cut is on here. Cow and a dog, right? And it was, uh, yeah, the, the theatrical cut, it's a dog, but it's a, uh, it's a cow. not a cow. It's a something else, isn't it? Bull or something? Yeah, like or like a wildebeest or some shit. Like it's something a little weird, but yeah, it's it's, it's a not a it's not a dog. Yeah, here it's one of those little f- fucking little tiny deers from Crawl. That's what it is. No, from Ice Pirates. Yeah, Ice Pirates, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah the girl the only had horses. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Ice Pirates had interesting. Space I don't remember animals. a horse. Here, a horse Ripley, alien. Ripley's had to take charge because Gorman's fuck up. Yeah, Gorman yeah. had his chance. Yeah. She, I think she, I, I don't know if she literally said sit the fuck down, but she said the equivalent of that. See, this is the where where you run into trouble shooting the aliens and then the acid spraying out everywhere. That's, right. That's the worst. And we discussed before uh, that, yes, they do know Ripley's story, and they were briefed on the fact that they have acid blood. But if you're a colonial alien and somebody says, yeah, there's a crazy monster out there that has acid blood, you're like, okay, that's bullshit. We've, yeah, right. We've, we've killed and so much shit. Beyond that, we've heard these colonist stories before. Yeah. Think about just our normal lives where there are people out there who have all kinds of crazy bullshit ghost stories or alien abduction stories or whatever the case may be. And, you know, as a society, we dismiss that stuff because we haven't experienced it ourselves. So these colonial marines have probably heard all kinds of ridiculous shit about alien life forms from colonists. Some of them may be true, but... Right. So, I mean, until they see an alien exploding acid all over the place, they probably don't buy it. Now they buy it. Yeah. Now they buy it. I'm sure they they at this point are. Just well, no, they don't buy it yet. Vasquez yeah. buys it right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. There. But he's like the bad part about this is he says a cool line before he shoots him, and then it just eat this, and it's like ah. Now they buy it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now it's in the that'd be embarrassing. They like yeah. have a cool line and they get fucking burned by acid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm all on this. Oh God. It hurts. Ouch! Also, feel like they'd lose that arm because you know, as we saw in the first one, it, it burns. It's molecular whole, acid. I mean, it, it, it goes through everything. Yeah, but you know, maybe, maybe these are a, somehow a diluted version of they. Yeah, they, they had long. They've been on the planet for fifty-seven years longer. Yeah. So maybe the maybe this strain isn't as strong as or, the original. Or like a maturity question, like we don't know how quickly they mature. Like if these are sort of, it's not as potent. Well, as yeah, yeah, that's that's actually a fair. Well, and these are visibly these are different from the xenomorph in the first movie. So yeah. there are physical differences, uh, and that's a good point as well. Is that how long have these been around? What is their life cycle? What yeah. What generation are they on? We, we know that they didn't show up until Newt's parents found them. Right. So the only but, time is the distance it took them to do... Right, so has that been so. a year as opposed right. to a few days like it was in the first movie? Right. Or exactly. It wasn't even a few days. It had, a, it had to take them a while because they had to go to sleep before they... Right, they were in the cryosleep. Yeah. But right. we don't know how long... the cry, they, may have been, they may have been in cryosleep for... You know, one one day in their time, but seven days in their... You know, right, we, right. we don't know. Yes, we don't uh, know how... Yeah. Like, Which is, is for the best. Yeah. Because once you start nailing that kind of up. stuff down, it's easier to find holes. All right, so now that we've seen the big scene, we have to take a vote. Do we break for tacos, or do we keep going? Uh, I 
would gladly eat a taco. I would totally eat a taco. Yeah. I'll, I'll bow to, to, to mob rule. I'm All probably right. not going to eat any, but I'll hang out. So we will... Uh, taco time. As Oh, there's the move. Uh, we move totally here. stopped yeah. Vasquez with the big hand. All right, right and now time. we will pause. All right, so uh, now Hudson's realizing that their guys, who they thought got you know blown up, mutilated, whatever... Are in there still alive, and surprisingly, Hudson's the one saying we got to go back in there. Yeah, yeah. When the rest of the movie, he's like, "We got to get the fuck out of here." Right. I, I. But he does switch very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, my like my favorite line from him is about to come up. I'll point it out when it happens. This can't be happening, man. And Vasquez is the first one that. Uh, Suggests nerve gas. Yeah, the nerve gas, or the well, the only one that suggests nerve gas. Uh, and they actually do bring up the point, like we don't even know if that'll work on them. Mm-hmm. This and part. there it is. Yep. <laughs> I say we take off and nuke the site from orbit. It's the only way, way to be sure. Fucking sure. hell! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's, it's his version of that's fucking brutal. Yeah. <laughs> no, up, it's man. his version of hell I agree yeah. with you, ma'am. That sounds like a wonderful idea. It's a version of, I find your ideas intriguing, please <laughs> yeah. subscribe to your newsletter. <laughs> yes, yes. Right. exactly. And then, of course, we've got Burke the Weasel, who still hasn't, like, this is kind of where he gets all exposed. This shit. He's seen all this shit, and he's like, this is a very, you know, valuable, blah, blah, blah. This, yeah. This is where they really start to realize, like, I can't what's up guy. with this guy? Yeah. I would think Ripley would immediately be like, well, I know exactly what's up, because y'all did this to me. Right. Well, right. but again, we as the audience have slightly more information than she had about what happened in the first movie. Yeah, but because we saw see. we saw Ash and we saw we, we got to see the big picture. Yeah, but all, she saw the orders from the company that was, like, all human life. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. She, like, read that. That's right. And so was, she like, knows the company. She knows that they don't give a fuck yeah. about them. Which does make it a little, uh, not harder to believe, but it's a, it's a slightly tougher sell that she would have gone back out there, out there on the or company. Or dealt with the company at all. Right. But I think she probably didn't realize quite how strongly Wayland yutani could yeah. influence the military, so the presence of the Colonial Marines maybe probably her made her think, okay, we're going out there to set this shit on yeah, fire. Yeah, it is weird that she didn't, like, immediately just, like, she wasn't, like, railing against the company right, like right. I would have been. I've been like, fuck y'all. Of course, it's also possible that that directive, you know, we, we don't know what their corporate structure is. It's yeah. possible that directive came from a very specific person, and she was aware of that person. Yeah. Uh, and that she was thinking, well, this guy's just out for himself. It was Mother, right? Uh, yeah. Well, it was Mother, but Mother was receiving Something those from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is another instance of it's probably better that they didn't try to explain all this stuff. Because yeah. now, it doesn't take away from the plot that we don't know for sure, and we can sit here and talk about it. Yeah. None of it matters, because we see the end result. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have trusted Paul Reiser's character at all. Which I don't think she ever really did, but, like, fully. Yeah. Spunkmeyer, best muffins in the world. Yeah. Otis Spunkmeyer. Ah, they're in the house! 
And I like that she gets the opportunity to go for a gun. She doesn't just scream and wilt away. Right, yeah. She's yeah. like, I'm going to shoot this fucker, but, yeah. you know, it's an alien. What are you going to do? That's probably the weakest, the weakest effect shot yeah. in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Where they're clearly in front of a screen. Yeah, yeah. but, you know, how, how else do you film that in 1986? Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it. And everything that follows it is great. Yeah. Like, they did a really good job with the lighting on their faces and everything. Like, it looks like they're watching this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now Burke is a little more upset. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, I think I said it when we weren't recording, but, like, Bill Paxton, like, his facial expressions, his lines, man, that's just fucking great, man. Like, I think if any other actor other than Bill Paxton played Hudson, it would suck. Yeah, he's somehow, and I can't nail down what it is about his performance. It's like but, cheesy, but it's not. Well, it, it's anybody else would be like, man, this guy is a fucking pussy. I'm so sick of hearing That's, him talk. Yeah, yeah. But with him, you're somewhat sympathetic to him. For some reason, the way he's delivering that stuff, yeah, you get where he's Game coming over, from man. more. Yeah, you just kind of buy in that he's a little bit dim-witted. Maybe we could build a fire, or sing a couple songs, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but he's like funny and cool too at the yeah, same yeah. time. And he does seem confident in battle, you know. Yeah, like yeah. if he'd been if he'd been Gorman levels of shit. Yeah, like you, he would be yeah, a less sympathetic character. Yeah. Well, and if uh, I don't uh, remember if it's in this me. one or if it maybe was a little line that was added into the last one, but where he's talking about how he only had four weeks left before he was out. Uh, yeah, yeah that, I so think that might have been that adds to his story as well. Yeah, yeah he's like, yeah. "Fuck, why is all this happening right, right now?" Right, I'm right. almost done. Like, if, yeah. Yeah. he's he's Danny Glover in Lethal Weapon, <laughs> right? <laughs> Get too old for this shit. <laughs> Quite frankly, I think everybody's too old for this shit, except maybe Newt, because she seems to have done all right. Yeah. I will say, I wish I had seen this before, because Newt's line about they mostly come out at night, I can only ever hear Cartman delivering that line, because they used it once in South Park. Right, right. (laughs) And I'm like, ah, I guess they're, like, taken out of the scene, because all I can think of is Eric Cartman's fat ass. (laughs) You know? They may think he made it night. Like, I, I can I have the same reaction anytime, and it's not because I was exposed to the South Park parody first, but like anytime I see the the dog whisperer, I remember uh, the, the yeah. South Park. Uh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, he breaks Carmen. Yeah. I can't say I see the dog whisperer enough to to have that relation, but that episode was fantastic. Yeah. Well, I don't anymore. But just whenever she shows up. In my life, <laughs> never know. <laughs> to come back to Newt, the little salute that she does after. Arian, do we have a surprise for you? You didn't know about this, but uh, the uh, dog whisperer is here to join the commentary. How awesome would that have been? Yeah, that dude walked, walked in. He comes in, and then a clicker, and then the next time Arian said something smartass, he was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Let's be real. He'd have to go through shock." Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. I'd rather see Dog the Bounty Hunter. If we're going to talk about TV stars with dog in their name. Well, Ryan Cadaver, have I got a surprise for you? Come on in, bro. <laughs> I am the dog. The big man dog. His entrance music kicks off. <laughs> awesome. 
It's the weirdest podcast ever. I just want to hear real American playing. Now, yeah. now I really want to sort of orchestrate a surprise guest somehow. I'm going to have to figure that out. Save for it. I've had dog. We have some rapport. Maybe for our our future uh, Bubba Hotep episode one day, we could have a special surprise guest. Yes. Campbell? (laughs) Oh, man, that would be great. I would love that. I'd probably end my life. Won't be Ossie Davis. That's all I know for sure. No. Brought it down. (laughs) (laughs) Normally that's Sean's job, but he carries a pretty heavy load with that, so I thought I'd... He probably hasn't seen my boats. Oh, you're probably right. I haven't. You know what? I'm not even going to give you shit for that one, because it's not like that's a huge... Like oh, but I'm aware of it. Have seen it I'm aware of it. But I yeah, seen but it's like I I could get it if somebody missed that one. Yeah, I, I can understand that. But like if, if you if you're starting from I haven't seen the aliens movies, they definitely then I haven't that. seen Bubba Hotel is not, not like yeah. 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 Have you seen Orgasmo, Sean? Yeah, multiple times. Okay. Multiple orgasmos. Yeah. yeah. I've seen it once. It doesn't like sound it. like anything Sean would be familiar with. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> so many unopened boxes. Hey! Zing! So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember the context for that one. Uh, you were talking me. about how you'd moved into your new place, but oh, it was full yeah. of unopened boxes. Yeah, yeah. And then later on, you said something about your next album was going to be called something. So, uh, or yeah. no, your biog- your biography, biography was going to be called so many unopened. No, boxes. no, it was going to be. You said one thing, and then I said I thought it was going to be called so many unopened boxes. <laughs> there we go. Moving right along well, to the. I'm sure we made that joke on a previous podcast. <laughs> yeah, we did. And I could have just gone back and listened. But to that. they they love that they. Uh, I'm sure the listeners appreciate that we looped back. We've got some continuity. Here. Hashtag yeah. continuity. It's all canon. It's all canon. Uh, Needless canon. It's part of the lore. So this scene is fucking horrifying uh, because it is sort of the ultimate illustration of just what a dirtbag Burke is. Yeah. Uh, He's awful. This, this is the line. If anybody was wondering where where it was. Where, where the line to cross is. Yeah, this is the point where you can no longer feel bad for Burke in any way at all. Uh, and, and we've got... Again, the rapport between Newt and Ripley is set up a, a little better with the extended version. For sure. Yeah. yeah. But here, you know, just because of societal norms, it, it works. It still works. There's nothing wrong with it. Like she, is a, she's a, she manages to be both a mother and a strong character. Like, she's... Are you saying mothers aren't normally strong characters? She's They're strong, not normally portrayed that way. She's a strong, independent woman who don't need no man, Sean. Yeah. But she can also be a mom. Like, which are normally, normally weak, right? That's what you're Jesus saying? Christ. Normally, the representation... Why do you immediately not... go for a masculine uh, oh my God. phrase? I hate you guys. Your John, no gender that. is just a human construct. I hate you all so fucking much. <laughs> it's fluid. It's on a spectrum. Anyway, Scorning Weaver's character is very well represented in this. Fuck all you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do, I do think the extended cut with like showing that she had a daughter and like you know how basically she missed. She was supposed to be back for her eleventh birthday, which is like kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, it's very heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. So I, I think that that's a lot more interesting. Do we know how old Newt is in this? Uh, Probably uh, right around there. Right around her daughter's yeah. age, right? So. Yeah, somewhere in there. I like how they've got these old ass security cameras. Yeah. Well, they've been there for twenty years. What would they like by that time? 
security cameras cameras are probably like in in our lifetimes yeah. if, if we make it this far security cameras are going to be like just a, a plastic panel you slap on the wall yeah, yeah. now nah, like by that point like we'll have like crap and like in like implanted into us at birth you just gone full on number of the beast with that shit. Yeah. It's gonna be great. Number of the beast. Like, I was thinking Iron about Man, not the song. Oh. I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, you know, at some point there will be. I, I don't know what I think the first common implant thing will be, but I, I think it's at some point there will be like a little chip you put in your ear rather than having a Bluetooth. Thing for yeah. your phone, it'll just be something they surgically put yeah. right under your skin. I like feel like people are cool with that. I at first, I mean, eventually, but I feel, I feel like at first, me, be a lot I of people like, that are like first in line for the Alpha of the Matrix. I want to get jacked in first. <laughs> oh, this, this, this reality, you want to test it. This reality <laughs> is disappointing. I'm all about new ones. <laughs> Put um, me into the Matrix. Maybe we need to watch the Matrix and have that debate <laughs> about does it really matter if your brain believes it's real? Does it even matter? But uh, just just a little spontaneous implant. Uh, imaginary. But what I'm thinking is imaginary like, blowjobs are still blowjobs, guys. That that's still if you get that little Bluetooth thing implanted in your ear. It's still like it's gonna if it goes bad. You gotta, oh, I gotta go back to the doctor and get this yeah. or the the Verizon store or wherever the <laughs> fuck you go. Because uh, really, by, the, contract by the time Verizon doc shop, by the time that would be a thing, they're probably just they probably just have a little gun and they just go at the yeah, store. Like it's not even a, a considered an invasive surgery. It's yeah. like going to Hot Topic and getting your ears pierced. I think we're all good on tacos. We're, we're, we're tacoed out. Thank you, Mrs. Troublemaker, thank for your you, tacos. Mrs. Troublemaker. Thank you, they were delicious. Tacos. Thank, your, thank your friend. Yeah, thank thank uh, your friend for that. Okay. Okay. Maybe once we're done, plundered the taco that is, loot. That is the the fastest turnaround ever from subcutaneous cyborg ear implants to taco time. Yeah, it's a pretty it's solid it's turn. I think. Yeah, yeah. Taco time is all the time. Oh, and now Burke. It was a bad call. It was a bad call. All right, so this is the point where he's really getting called out, but she doesn't even know the depths of his sleaziness. Yeah. Now, but is this what prompts him to put them in the room with them? I think so. He said, "I thought you're smarter than that." Like he, he's because the original plan, as as it gets once she's explaining to the Colonial Marines later, uh, it seems that his original plan was for the Marines to get infected, and that Ripley really wouldn't have anything to do with any of this, right? Yeah. Uh, or that no, she says he's going to unplug their cryo sleep on the way back. That's right. Uh, malfunction. Nobody would ask any questions. Yeah. Right. Uh, which. I unfortunately tend to believe in this horrible, horrible corporate future that they've laid out here. Yeah. Uh, but Ripley was not going to be the one implanted. But now we, uh, we she's she's called him out. Right. And he's like, "Well, I got to get rid of her. She's a problem." Yeah. We thought we thought we had a good uh, Patsy and Gorman. And that's gone sideways. Yeah. Four more weeks. 
There, oh, there it is. So it is in yeah, this version as well. Yeah. Good, good. It just enhances his his arc a little bit and, and gives him a little more sympathy. Yeah. We're fucked. We're doomed. And the tension is is done really well because they are all they're all upset. They're all in a horrible situation, but they don't—they don't really get at each other's throats. They don't, and because so many uh, base under siege stories go into that, the the, the main character sort of yeah. yeah right, and this doesn't really do that. Yeah, which this is fine. This doesn't go Lord of the Flies, right? Yeah, and, I mean, aside from Burke's plan, but that was in place from the beginning. It's yeah, not like yeah. it's not like he went nuts and then decided. No, like, no, he's no. been a sinister little bitch from the start. Yeah, that's been his character from the beginning. And now the most horrifying scene yeah. of the entire franchise. Also, the his head, flashlights. His like, head barely even fits. fits in there. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The tunnel he's climbing into here is not the same tunnel he is in. Uh, well, no, I think it is. It's, it's just small. Because I don't, I don't know why they would make two separate ones. Apparently, Lance Henriksen can phase shift. He's a, uh, you know, he's a slender fellow. I don't, I don't even know, know how he rolls over. Yeah, yeah, no shit. He's like not. That's so good. Yeah. It's like you know better than that. And he's perfect. Like little stuff like that that like I love about this movie. And I yeah. feel like that happens less in modern movies. Just like little like you know things that add a lot to the story. Right. Little little bits that aren't made a big deal of. But no. They're important character pieces. Yeah. Uh, no, dude, that. my that. my butthole just crawled up into my body. I was so not happy <laughs> with that, that situation. Pipe is like barely wide enough for his shoulders to fit through, and he's still squirming through it. And credit to Lance Henriksen for doing any of it because I feel like they could have just established everything from the other end and been like, "Here's where he's going." Let me let me just throw this out there: if uh, we ever find ourselves in a similar situation, God, well, I'm just me dead. and Sean and. Ryan are not going in that pipe. So what you're saying is I need to stop losing weight. <laughs> right. right. I, can balloon, right, right. I can balloon back up. Nothing. Right, worry about right it. now, you're our bishop. Yeah. We're all fucked. <laughs> Do you have milk blood? Aaron would just be like, I'm not going in there. Nah. Yeah, he'd be like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll yeah. die. And he's like, ah, yeah. Yeah. I've been looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll fit after you come. starve. Yeah. Damn! <laughs> if, you, if you can promise me Scarlett Johansson's at the end of this situation, yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw her out there at the drop landing site. All right, I'll check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, on it, guys. Hey, how you doing? I'm not coming back. No, so. don't mace me. Ah! <laughs> Always with the mace. So this is great. I love that they're taking kind of a practical approach. You know, it's not a typical action movie where she just picks up a gun and starts blowing shit away. And knows how to use it. Like, they, ha- yeah, they, they say, you know, here, here's how you use this somewhat yeah. complex firearm. Right. And how, man, that thing is so well constructed. It's based off of an actual military prototype, if, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, and they just souped it up. And, and now I think there is an actual firearm, uh, or assault rifle or whatever. That basically looks, looks like that. that thing, yeah. Yeah, I'd buy that. Dude, I love that pulse rifle. It's so cool. Prop replicas, uh, prop replicas of that are available, as well as online instructionals as to how to build one. 
Yeah, I think there's right. a guy maybe, maybe, maybe a yeah. dragon con. Yeah, on this. yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, you're probably right. I think there was. Well, I know they've had because there's every year there's one prop replica shop that sells like resin. Yeah. Uh, versions of like the Blade Runner gun and uh, Nathan Fillion's gun from uh, Firefly yeah. and like all that kind of stuff, but they're not like. Functional. Like that. Like yeah. right, right, right. They're not actual props. They're just resin reproductions. Yeah. But I I wanna say you're right that somebody else does like has the LED readout, like Arian was saying, yeah. and like has has the full deal. Be cool to own, but I like I already collect enough bullshit, so I don't know like what I'd do with it. Well my problem with that is if I bought something like that, I would want a colonial marine costume. Outfit. Yeah, because right? that's gonna be yeah. What, yeah. a thousand more dollars? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Right. And that's my really my whole problem with cosplay in general is like that's I'm not expensive. spending a thousand dollars to look like a character that a hundred other people are gonna look like. Yeah. Right. I, the, like the only cosplay I actually and like I get that it's a hobby that people do because they enjoy it and more power to them. Sure. Oh but yeah. Like, the cosplays that I generally enjoy are, like, the weird mashup cosplays. Like, uh, the guy who dressed up as a purple ranger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that stuff. Prince Power Ranger mashup. Yeah. That guy was awesome. that was awesome. Well, that's the... I mean, the one time I ever did it was when I did the Luchador Mandalorian... Thing yeah. that everybody hated, <laughs> which is part of the reason why I've never done anything. Like that yet. Wait, why did like, the Mando Mercs? I very particular. Yeah, the Mando Mercs were fucking dicks about it. Yeah, really. Yeah, the, they were the, like, I, I, I was just having fun walking around like that. Yeah. They're, they're and, uh, very serious business. That's dumb as shit. They yeah. were like, oh, your, you know, their chest plates aren't big enough, and you need to have a helmet. And I was like, no, the whole point is I'm wearing a luchador mask. Like that's. Point right. That's like oh, and the gauntlets Terry. need to be a little. I'm like, no, that's not why I'm here, dum dums. Right. Uh, yeah, there was Terry Ferguson. That's there a funny was, name. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was like one guy. It wasn't all of them because uh, there was one guy who was like, yeah, we you know if if you ever want to build anything, let us know. I do you know I all this is all my weekends. He was like really cool. But there were like two specific ones that were just if you're very, they were the, they were the gatekeepers. You, yeah. you, you have offended our sensibilities, right? right. Yeah, and if that that was about somebody's cosplay inaccuracies. I like I'm cool with the people that just go to Party City and like get like some dumbass thing and walk right. around. I'm like, if that's you just cool. want to dress right. up, and whatever have fun, they can whatever. do that. If you're the inflatable T Rex, yeah. which granted a little overused, it's a little overdone, but yeah, or sexy Wolverine. Well, yeah. sexy Wolverine. Nothing, nothing will ever top, top that, that ever. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the Can't greatest cosplay that's ever been made. Mm. Let's talk about these uh, facehugger puppets, terrifying or animatronics, problem. whichever they they might be. Which, uh, by the way, designed by Stan Winston. <laughs> Dude, this <laughs> is so <laughs> fucked up that he locked him in there with that. Yeah, mm. it, it is. I mean, Burke is He's is just human yeah. waste. Yeah. But we've got a, a great, much more out of the facehuggers. This is, it just goes along with everything else in Aliens. We're it's getting more, so right? much more yeah. of these things than what we saw in the first movie. Which is yeah. why it's interesting, the choice they made with Alien 3. Yeah. To, to kind of turn it into, uh, to go back to the beginning, sort of. And, yeah. And have it where, but it still has that element of she's the one that knows what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And there are forces, you know, actively interfering with her. Yeah, we saw them in there. Yeah. He's an asshole. 
But it goes to show her resourcefulness, the way she gets around that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she very easily could have gotten fucking impregnated. Mmm, you bet she could have. <laughs> oh, ew. Uh, <laughs> I thought it just took a weird turn. And this, uh, this scene, this always, because when I was a kid and I saw this, I, you know, I wasn't familiar with materials, with bulletproof glass, with any of that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why isn't that glass breaking? Like, I would get freaked out. It, it was, like, intense to me. I was like, was oh my thing? gosh, the glass isn't even breaking. This is, like, crazy future glass. <laughs> future glass. It must be that aluminum, or transparent aluminum, like Star Trek Star 4. Trek, yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Same Computer. Same whales. Here it is. Old school ass. Sprinkler system. Yeah, right, kind of weird. In the future, water. in space. In the future, water still puts out fire. Yeah. Space. I mean, if you got technology that works. Yeah, there's shit that works forever. Although you'd think, well, they have plenty of rain on this planet, so never mind. That's probably uh, natural rainwater. They've probably got a basin on top of the building where it collects. <laughs> this thing almost had her. And, and that's yeah. that's fucking horrifying yeah, too. Because really just is. like, what, what do you think that is? Is that animatronics? It looks yeah, it's, awesome. it's a it's a puppet that they're using. Uh, it's just crawling around. I guess it's a combination probably, of animatronics and puppets. Yeah, they're speeding. Well, when it's that's a puppet with yeah. animatronics in it, like they've got you know the metal armatures inside it, and they're using mm-hmm. wires and stuff to control yeah. it. Um, and then when it's running across the floor, I'm sure they're using some camera trick or tri- trickery. Speeding up frame rate. Trick a tree. Trick a tree, motherfucker. Um, camera trickery to you know speed up the frame rate or whatever. Yeah. Again, this is this stuff's all in the special features. Like, yeah. if, if listeners, if you're curious about this, if you want to know actual details, don't. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we don't know. We weren't yeah. there. We also make shit up. Yeah, that, yeah. that happens as well. Uh, it was a wankle rotary engine. Wankle rotary <laughs> engine. Just uh, But yeah, the the. Quadrilogy, go to needlessthingssite.com, click on the Amazon box, and look up Alien Quadrilogy Blu-ray, and it won't be quite the set I've got, because the one I've got has the gigantic light-up alien egg on top of it. Ooh, I don't have that. But uh, you can get the Blu-ray set for like 20 bucks. Yeah, it's yeah. right over there. Yeah, I have um, the $20 one. But, but 20 bucks for these movies is phenomenal. You can get Resurrection. Yeah, even if you just throw the fourth one in the trash, which you shouldn't because the special features on that are great. Really? Yeah. But here's- it's very interesting to, to find out how that movie ended up being what it is. Here's where everyone's finally figured out Burt's game. Yeah. Newt and me. Me and Newt. Oh, that's what it is. That line, every time she says me and Newt, I always expect her to follow up with Newt and me. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just the, the way she... Actually, what you were talking about earlier, uh, Brad, Brad Chonger, uh with the the dialogue sometimes seeming like... Yeah, like sometimes you can tell... Which isn't bad, yeah, no, no, but it no, just seems that way, and that's one of the occasions where it kind of feels like she's delivering lines more than she's more just than talking. She's just speaking, yeah. And I kind of expect her to say me and Newt. Mm-hmm. Right. Newton, me. <laughs> it's just weird, the delivery. Burr's still trying to save his ass, but he's like yeah. visibly sweaty and nervous. Right, right. Yeah. He knows it's blown. He's just out of instinct. He's yeah. treading water. Oh, that's such a good line. You don't see them fucking each other over, over a margin 
Oh, uh, there it is. What do you mean they cut the power? Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Oh man, that yeah, this is like really hurting without the turret scene, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the what have they been doing? Yeah. Why are they just sitting around? Yeah. You know, before the and, and we're talking uh, been testing for, their for the for the yeah. listener, you know, once again, we're talking about the extended cut, the nineteen ninety cut that's on here as well. And there's a whole segment that probably takes up a good eight, nine minutes of them setting up these sentry guns that are automatic guns that are motion detectors. Yeah. And there's a great sequence. It's really intense. Of the bullet counter, the, yeah, the, they're the sitting there the watching the bullet board. counter. And what's funny is they don't show the aliens that much. No, they're they're more showing the reactions of the actors. Yeah. Yeah. But it really sets up that they they set a perimeter and that they did think that they and had a certain amount of perimeter. Yeah. And it's like they never even showed them established right. the perimeter. Yeah. So here they've just been hanging out in this room. Yeah. Can you write taco on my back? <laughs> so racist. <laughs> I, well, I don't, is it really any more racist no. than the fact that it says loco? No. Marginally? <laughs> slightly. It might Actually, it might be slightly sexist as well. <laughs> yeah, probably. There's the line. I found the Burke line. I'm sure you could ask somebody on Facebook and tell you. Oh, you gosh. Know. I'd rather not. Thank you. So welding the door. I love this little welder that has the built-in screen that like really wouldn't do shit because you can still totally see everything around it. Right. Yeah. But it is it is a neat idea that you'd have this, this uh, you know part of their standard issue equipment and these little welders that that I'm sure the government thinks well that's good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And they're probably made by Wayland Utani. Oh yeah. <laughs> it seems like the government and Wayland Utani very. They're quite the same. It's a corporatocracy, I'm Ooh, nice. Damn. I can't even give you shit over that. It just sounded so good. <laughs> and you <laughs> threw it out there so smoothly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, ta-ta. Every once in a while, I couldn't even say trickery before. Trick-or-treat. Trick-or-ration. It's my trick-or-treat. Trickster tree. And remember that band Trickster? I got a tree that I hang trickster ornaments on. Every year on uh, May 27th, like, the series. anniversary of their first album. No, nobody. nobody. No? Nobody does that? You haven't heard of Trickster? Nah. Oh, they're oh terrible. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're really bad. They're, they're not good. Now, that is that the one Nugent was in? No. Or is that, no, that's Dan Yankees. Yankees. That's yeah. right. That's right. Trickster was uh, third wave hair metal. Yeah. Uh, they, so that's when they were starting to like, sound like Warren. Uh, you think Warren, but shittier? Uh, yeah. Which I know is difficult to conceive. <laughs> it's very hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this shot's awesome. <laughs> yeah, this is, I mean, this is another one of the sh- biggest shots. I love that scene. Oh, oh, so many of them. Well, here we go. Oh, and, and this is like when, when somebody says aliens, this is the scene is. most people think of. Yeah, oh, yeah, which always. is fair, because this is a pretty fair summary of the movie. Yeah. Power loader. Well, okay, yes. If you're Sean Radger, then you think of the power loader. You're fired? <laughs> and now we see Ripley is like, oh, hey, this is a pretty good little piece of equipment. Good. Now we see Burke. Like, Such a dick. Oh, brutal. But. Yeah, he gets this. Totally worth it. Yeah. I don't know, like, why the aliens have exhaust pipes on their back, but I love it. 
They're 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 buttholes. Yeah, it's working yeah. for it. Oh, they're literally their buttholes. Shit shoots out of maybe. Oh, you could be right. Yeah, that could be yeah. it too. They're like spinnerets. Yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting. I feel like we've seen them hanging from them. I don't uh, feel like that's tail. right at all. It's it's a tail. Tail. Okay. Okay. They got tails. <laughs> they got talons. Hudson's about to get acquainted with some, some talons. I, I would say my. Uh, uh, yeah, that so sucks. Bad. That's a, and that hand coming yeah. up. Over, ugh. And the thing is, the hand is so deliberate. Yeah, right. Like it showed. Yes, they are relentless monsters, but we know they cut the power. We know they have a certain amount of sentience, and just seeing that hand come up over his face to pull him down yeah, is just right. It's terrible. Yeah. That takes it from clever girl into oh fuck. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. For sure. Man, you're on fire today. <laughs> I gotta make up for not having seen the goddamn movie. Well, and, yeah, and you're right. Fuego. That grenade and launcher. Is hey, bad hey, ass, hey! Calm down way. with that. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> Did you mean that? I'm a big fan of the uh, grenade launcher and the pulse rifle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's excellent. Nice addition. Bird, goddamn you! That's good. You didn't open the door because you're about to die. Yes. This is welcome to the jungle. One of the most rewarding. (laughs) One of the most rewarding things in the history of cinema. It's his alien. Yes, he got his alien. This is what they do. Yeah. Research this. (laughs) Yeah. Time to crawl through more air ducts. I know. At least these you can somewhat walk through. Yeah. A would, little? Oh, God. I couldn't do it. Somebody should... And, and it won't be me because it would require far more research than I'm ever willing to do, but somebody should write a history of air ducts in 80s movies. There's a lot of it. Yeah. yeah. hard. Yeah, that was the first one that came to mind. Yeah. But, I, I mean, there... Which, and I think it's My indisputable person, fact. Yeah. Yes, it is... The best Christmas movie that's ever been made. <laughs> I will fight anyone who says differently. There will there will be fisticuffs. Any any of Shane Black's movies are, are appropriate Christmas viewing. Yeah, I just watched The Nice Guys the other day, and that was much better than I expected it to be. Yeah, yeah. My roommate saw that and said it was good. It was great. That's a uh, it's Clive Owen or no no. Uh, Gladiator, Russell Crowe Crow and oh, okay. handsome guy Ryan Philip. No, not Ryan Philip. Uh, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Ryan Cadaver. Yeah, that's great. Ryan Cadaver and Russell Crowe in. <laughs> nice the guys. Odd, part two. The odd couple. Uh, no, it's it's great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It, it, it would be it, like drunk Russell Crowe, drunk Australian Russell Crowe, and you there. Yeah, and he's constantly terrifying you. Yeah, he would. I feel like that would be better with Sean. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, I hate to, to remove you from no, the call no, list. The yeah. reason that it would be so great with Sean is because he'd be trying to imitate his Australian accent. That would happen. Russell Crowe would kill Sean. The more drunk I get. Yeah. Oh, uh, Russell, put another strip on the Not doing good. This Man, this is really from... from the you know the whole movie is very very good, but from the office attack yeah. from a few minutes ago through the whole rest of the movie, I'm it's relenting. just iconic yeah. scene yeah. after yeah. iconic yeah. scene. And it, it, it really this was like when Cameron was like at his height. Yes, yeah, yes. Like as far sure. as an action movie director, I think this is his. I mean, this is his best movie in my opinion. Yeah, I realize it's not 
financially, it's not the top of the list. And although it did very, very well, but I think yeah. Terminator t- or no Titanic. Well, yeah, no, Titanic, that's yeah, or is well, no shit. I think that fucking shit pot. Uh, Avatar, Avatar, Avatar yeah. is his top grocer because it's like the top grocer still, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, it's because everybody in the world shut like, Google Foo. And it was also because like 3D was new, and it was like yeah. a big deal that it was like. Really I, yeah, I think Avatar is still at the top of the list for him. But this, to me, this is if Avatar I, has a power letter. If I had, to, does it? Yeah, it actually does. Like because no, like James Cameron, I'm pretty sure confirmed that this is the same world as Avatar. Ooh. Like, canon-wise. Like, it's the That's same horrible. universe. If I had to pick a James Cameron, like, if if he could have plateaued here and continued this exact level for, for the rest of his career, yeah. Yeah. This, this would be it. There would, um, be, there would be no Titanic. There would be no Abyss. Let's not forget the Abyss. Actually, oh, yeah. I like the Abyss. Sorry. Uh, well, uh, that's okay. Avatar is number one. Titanic is number two. Force Awakens is number three, Jurassic World is four, and Avengers is five. Okay. Somehow Furious 7 is six. Well, the, from what I understand, those movies are all hugely entertaining. Yeah, they make a lot of money, and I guess that's the one that was right after Paul Walker died. So I think it's the last one that came out, isn't it? Or no, so Fate of the Furious is the last Fate one that came that's out. That's the one that just came out. Yeah. Is it out yet? Or is or it coming out? It's, it's, it's out, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch them. I don't watch them. I saw the first one. I saw one. I saw one, and I was like, I get it, and this is solid, but it's not 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 for me. me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, the Gorny Reader is an avatar, too. Yep. Yep. She's she's one of the James Cameron players. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's like this weird thing where they have like power loaders and some of the same equipment, so it's been like hinted at that it's the same, but I don't want to believe it. No, I don't want to believe that okay. either. Because like uh, I said, I, I have probably it's still seen... real to me, damn it. <laughs> I, I don't need to see uh, a Navi and Xenomorph crossover. I think I have I seen... Well, unless the Xenomorphs just tear them apart. Or or a Xen- uh, Facelager implants one of the Navi, and then you get like a blue alien. I don't even out. want that. Yeah. I don't even know. And they're all like having sex with trees. I, I just want... Or something. Well, I don't know. Bad. I forgot I have what the was about. Is that not what it's about? Probably 20 total <laughs> minutes of that movie. And it was all so laughably stupid that I just couldn't invest in it at all. Yeah. It's Fern Gully. Yeah. That's it, the plot. Yeah. Uh, that looks so good coming up out of yeah. the water. I love the tail comes up first and the, awesome. just the, it's fantastic. Oh, the suit looks so good. And then she is just gone. Oh. Little doll head that she's The doll head that is, creepy. that is very clearly yeah. like secured in place. Yeah. yeah. No. Oh man! I love how much he has to manhandle her too. Yeah. It's like, like it's not just one stop. It's like, man, I gotta get a grip on this chick. She is well, yeah. Because people have been dying left and right, but that was big. Yeah, like, for her to be yeah, yeah. nude, that's big. Of course, it didn't really matter because three. <laughs> so bitter. I understand. I still am. Like, because uh, yeah. it's like, well, what the fuck does any of this matter? Right. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, How have you not learned that lesson yet? Take the arm well, you gotta do something. I mean, yeah. there's only so much you can do. 
Gotta do something. You shoot him with your head. Get smacked it. Get out of here. <laughs> Stop it. He's <You, laughs> not, not Russell Crowe. He's <laughs> not Liam Neeson punching wolves. I, oh man, I would love to see. Uh, uh, you said Russell Crowe, but for some reason Russell Brand. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that'd my be head. amazing. I would pay fifty bucks just to see somebody slap the shit out of Russell Brand. I hate that guy. I, like uh, a Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Not even a punch. I would pay $50 just to watch Brock Lesnar legit slap Russell Brand. That'd be awesome. Oh, that would be wonderful. That, that WWE. How that dude go? Power Ranger Styles. He just. You Lesnar? Yeah, no. Uh, Russell well, Brand? I know where Lesnar is, but yeah, Russell Brand uh, just disappeared. Yeah, I have no idea. Thankfully. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Also, back to Avatar real quick. It's fucking bullshit that Disney's built like a whole park based around fucking Avatar. Or like a whole section of the park. The animal. Well, it's, yeah, it's part of Animal Kingdom. It's part of Animal Kingdom. Um, it's dumb. It'll be cool. I, there's, but it's dumb. It's gorgeous to look at. Yeah, I've seen the pictures. There, it looks amazing. There are there were plans for a section of Animal Kingdom that was going to be called the Beastly Kingdom, but they ran out of money and they never actually got a chance to get it get built. So Disney run out of money because of the for the parks, the building this stuff is so expensive. That's why they get corporate sponsorship for stuff. So basically. They never got around to building it. Some of it is actually, you can see it at Bush Gardens and at Harry Potter. The Dueling Dragons at uh, Harry Potter was going to be a ride at Disney first. That Imagineer uh, left, wanted okay. to go work at Universal. Um, so in order to do something similar to that, they've kind of, like, apparently a lot of the, the ride stuff that's at Pandora is the same thing that they're planning for Beastly Kingdom. They just have now skinned it as Pandora stuff. Yeah, it and it's James looking. Cameron's money. I don't think Avatar has the lasting. Yeah, power. right. It looks it solid. Doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. Like I, it's it's not taking me out of it at all. I'm not looking at it and thinking somebody animated that lightning. No, it looks good. No, the lightning know. in this is really good. We discussed that earlier. That the lightning in this is probably the best. Yeah, a lot of times that drawn in lightning looks like shit. Yeah. 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 Uh, I the Avatar park. You know, I think it's. It's bizarre. I, I really question it, but at the same time, with four or five or however many more of those movies are coming yeah. out, that it's you know it's it's an investment. It was the and it's not too much of a risk because it's not its own park. It's part of a park. Yeah, right. people are going to go in it. And if if these Avatar movies bomb and some of them never even happen, I mean, we're talking about it's going to take a decade for that to really become apparent. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, Disney. It's James Cameron's money for the most part, right? And so they're not going to take a huge loss on it oh, if wow. they can get it built. This was their first big play to battle Harry Potter Universal, and now they own Star Wars, so they want to get this done. And they've apparently already moved most of the Imagineers off of this project. Yeah, that's Star right. Wars. The Avatar was in the works before before they bought yeah. Star Wars. all that even happened because yeah. the fucking Avatar two was supposed to come out four years ago or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. At the time, they're able to like crank out Star Wars movies much faster because they don't have to appease one person's ego. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's uh, so yeah, the, the Avatar play when they made it early on had some had some logic behind it. And the Star Wars stuff is uh, well, it's a, I mean that's its own park, right? No, it's oh, it's Hollywood part Studios. of Hollywood it's Studios, a huge land which is good because Hollywood Studios is pretty small. Yeah, I mean, it does need something else. And, and well, and chances are, I mean, depending on what happens financially with Star Wars over the next twenty years, uh, you know, there, this this could very easily be a beta for a full Star Wars park. Exactly. Yeah. 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 
Of course, yeah. it'll it'll end up being in Abu Dhabi or some shit. It won't be in America, but yeah. China. Because don't they have the? Isn't the start? Isn't there like a Star Trek attraction or park or something oh, yeah. in like Dubai? Mm-hmm. All I know is that I gotta go to New Zealand to go to the Shire, and that pisses me off. Well, yeah. that's, that's where they keep it. But that's where they film now, but <laughs> fuck that. Well, <laughs> like, Japan has, like, a whole theme park that's based on the Resident Evil franchise. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, but... It, it looks Japan. badass. I'm talking about the games and stuff, but... Yeah, but... My conf- no, I like the games better than the movies. I always have. But, like, yeah. my concern is if I set foot in Japan, I'm going to get tentacle raped. <laughs> You've been watching a lot of very oh, valid concerns. I, like I have, or you're going to run into Kirsten Dunst filming an immensely racist music video. Oh my! And God. nobody wants to get involved with that. She, right? She's turning Japanese. She really, really thinks so. That's the problem with YouTube. You just see shit that you just don't need to see. Right? Because right, I'm like I'm okay with her. I don't I don't yeah. think she's awesome, but I don't have a problem with her. But man, that was. That, that was, was off-putting, just, was and I'm not like particularly sensitive to that no, sort of thing. Right. But yeah, no, that, that was bad. I mean, it because was just poor. Well, well made, and, and the, the song choices. itself is about masturbation. I didn't know that. It is. It's and it's. I mean, squint. the song is already. It's because you're squinting when you're staring. At Red it. Ranger says yeah. that about a lot of things. <laughs> when I woke up this morning, it was about masturbation. <laughs> Oh, God. That's uh, the only reason I wake up every day. <laughs> <laughs> now what do I do? <laughs> no, it's it's at least four hours till I can do that again. Yeah, it's a little racially sensitive <laughs> as a song because it is about staring at a magazine and making your eyes squint. So, uh, so what happens when you look at magazines? Yeah, it was the 80s. I don't get it. Um, Horseshoe ring? <laughs> Horseshoe ring. Horseshoe ring. <laughs> It's, it's it's a little <laughs> it's it's a it's a little uh, less or more oblique than the uh, Jake Isles Band centerfold. So let's not overlook the fact that uh, Ripley is now flying solo. Yeah, uh, she's Hudson, trying to find Newt. Hudson, Hudson's dead. Hicks has been taken out of the picture. Yeah, uh, Newt's been kidnapped, and Bishop is, is waiting, waiting for her. She has a pulse rifle flamethrower combo, which is badass. Yeah, she just she literally taped them together. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Oh, and here and she here is Newt's tracker. It's very sad. Uh, but it's interesting, and I just realized this that Bishop <clears throat> earlier in the movie, when he specified that I cannot harm or allow harm to come to a human, or however he phrased it, that it by acting or omitting to act. Right, it's set up that he has to wait for her now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but if you left, here's the here's the conflict. <clears throat> if he stays, Hicks when, the, when the facility blows, Hicks and Hicks Gorman, will sure, no, Gorman's dead. Yeah, Gorman's right. dead. When when the facility blows, Hicks will die for sure. Right. I think like I think if he was pushed to make a decision, he would abandon them to save Hicks. So very well nice. because at this point he doesn't know for sure that Newt's still alive or, or salvage Ripley's still alive. Right, right, but he yeah. knows that Hicks is on the ship right. and will live. It's a game theory. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that means, but yeah. Most dangerous <clears throat> game. It's uh Oh, uh, that would be a good one. Ice tea. <laughs> oh yeah. That's now it wasn't called most if what was that called? The it's the most dangerous game but it's with ice tea. And it's called something else. Oh, man. Oh, man. That's oh, great. No. Uh, surviving the game? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. So good. We should watch Shadas, which is 
terrible. We shouldn't watch it. <laughs> we, watched, we watched Thanksgiving. Yeah, I know. I made so, it. It's hard to get to why. Yeah, but that, yeah, that, that was amazing. awesome. Like, a, that's seriously that's one of the best movies I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> okay, so here here's the big surprise. Yeah. Uh, you know, we think, okay, she's on her way out. She got the kids. She's made it through all the aliens. But they did earlier in the movie plant the seed for where these eggs coming from. Yep. Right. Which and was, we've forgotten that as the audience by this right, point, right. you're not thinking about that. You're thinking about get the fuck out of the first movie. I didn't even think of that in the first movie. Yeah. At all. And now we see one of the most repulsive things I've ever seen in my life. That they made a fr- Kenner made a freaking toy of this. Yeah. Ugh. That is just that is horrifying. The alien queen egg sack dispersal generator. Yeah, I guess that's not the generator. You're like right. The that's external uterus. It is. Ugh. And look at I hadn't ever noticed how her feet are all curled up on the side right there. Yeah. Oh yeah, they are. Uh, it's horrifying. And. She just has that heaviness and that when she hisses, it's not like the other ones. It's that, no. like, yeah. like it's this really just menacing. It's covered in goop. It's amazing how they upped the horror of this thing. Oh, yeah. And then the, the warriors with their poop tubes or whatever they are. Yeah. Resin secretion units. Until somebody proves me wrong, I'm gonna say that's where their shit comes out. I think you're probably right. Surely there is a book or like the art of aliens or something that that gives the biology uh, of the aliens. Somebody's done that. Because there's surely there's somebody that's listening to this podcast right now going, well, actually... Right, right. Well, yeah. I'm so glad that person's not here. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, we have to throw tacos in. It's really annoying. Well, don't throw a taco. No, don't waste a taco on that. That's true. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Good, good point. point. They're, They're really good I threw my shoe. I threw my shoe at I waste yeah. a shoe for I waste a taco. For sure. That's true. That's my motto. I can buy more shoes with tacos or tacos. So we see once again... Uh, <laughs> Ripley has threatened the uh, the mama aliens, and then she has Eggs. told the warriors to back off. Yeah, I will wreck your world. I love how these eggs—you can still see that sort of transparent quality to them. Uh, yeah. and oh, and one of them sensed her. She's like, <coughs> "Sorry, bitch. bitch." She's like, "I got to do it." I told you, don't move. This it's movie has like three climaxes. Yeah, it don't does. Test me. I like how the one head's like separate from the other. Almost. Yeah, there's yeah. there's that upper carapace that yeah. the head actually comes out of. She's got because she's the queen. She's got like extra armoring. Yeah. yeah. And the naked toy actually does that really well. They're two separate pieces, and the, nice. the carapace sort of slides back on the head, and then the jaws extend out of that. Ah, oh, that's awesome. It's yeah, it's it's a great great toy. Who all has the license for the alien? Naked. Just, just NECA? Well, the, the Japanese company called Haya Toys doesn't have the license for the movies, but they have the license to do uh, their own, like, made-up colonial marines and stuff. Okay. Well, and honestly, 
I don't know how Japanese licensing goes anyway. Right. Because a lot of times you'll see like six scale figures of like actors and stuff that it'll be I have one of Ice Cube from Three Kings. Right. But it's called like it was called like Cold Soldier or something. <laughs> or like okay. Cold yeah, Brick. Yeah. So, and and it's him. I mean, it's right over there. If you look at it, it's the most amazing light ice cube likeness you've ever seen. The queen just separated from her birth sack. Yeah. And it's nasty. How does she reattach to it, I wonder? She regenerates a new one. Yeah, that's, I think... It looks yeah. like it's disposable. It's, it's probably similar material to the cocoon shit. Yeah. It just yeah. is more pliable. It's like, it's like her alien yeah. placenta. Like it's uh, a, her uterus... Yeah. yeah, it just sh- it just shoots out of her instead. Shit. Of, yeah, it's like a shoot. it's like a pink sock. Uh, <laughs> uh, uterus. Shoots. Her shooterus. Her shooterus. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> no. Oh man, this sucks so bad because this open this whole open elevator scenario is no good. I don't uh, know who designs a, an open elevator like this. I get that it like there's really no other logical way to get into and out of a mine shaft, but every time you see it in a movie, you're like, surely get, can you have an escalator? Right, if that right. breaks, at least it's just stairs. Right, right, right. You can still run up it. You're fucked on an elevator. Oh, it's so good. How did it get up here? Who cares? Because it's so intense. Mom, I guess peeking around the corner. Yeah. yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> Surprise! And now it's a battle of mothers. God, it looks awesome. And all the fog and everything makes it just look perfect. Yeah, he's really good at creating an atmosphere. Yeah. Like earlier, but when uh, when Ripley was getting away and it turned around and hissed at her and all that steam came out of its mouth. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, that that's just such a nice little extra little thing. Touch, yeah. God, all the shit exploding below and falling, falling above. Falling the fuck apart. <laughs> now, I don't know how much sense it makes that that alien fit into that elevator, but I don't yeah. care. Right. Whatever. Although yeah. we, you know what? <clears throat> it has been established, though, that they're almost like roaches and they can get into little tight, tiny spaces. Yeah. Yeah. So, just because the queen is so much larger than the other ones and has a bunch more shit sticking out of her. There's no reason she can't fold herself up yeah. uh, in the but same way that the other ones do. huge. Right. Yeah. Well, we yeah. saw her, like, curl up her legs and everything else. So. But she still looks huge. Well, and the, so that naked one is to scale, and looking at it now, I guess it's not as much bigger than Ripley as maybe it looks in some shots in the movie. Yeah. yeah. But it's pretty fucking big. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't just the headpiece, I don't know, that would go in You the, couldn't fit the power loader in the elevator. No, you couldn't. You're right. But the power loader can't curl up into a ball. That's true. Yeah. That Queen Mother. But it is mother. the most memorable scene in the movie. Elizabeth the alien. Queen Elizabeth the alien. Hello. God save the queen. <laughs> we mean it, man. I actually want the alien to like talk and sound like that. Now I, now I want to find a little floral dress and a little wig like to put on that <laughs> alien figure. Hello, sweetie. Feather bottom. 
Well, there it is. Oh, it is in yeah. there. Oh, it is kind of. It is. It is occupying all there. the yeah. space. Yeah, yeah. There it is. She thought Bishop had left, but he's still there. I need a hero. I need a hero to fly the dropship to me. Cause this alien queen is chasing my ass, and nude is really getting heavy. Well, I'm glad she went all. I'm just, I'm just saying this. I'm really glad she went through all this the same day. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's important. Because now Newt, now Newt has this future ahead of her. Yeah, long future. She can, uh, she, you know, a little therapy probably, but she can recover from losing her family. I think and, she's going to be fine. I yeah. think so. Yeah. She's going to lead so. a long, she'll, happy, productive life. Yeah. She'll get a job with the company. Yep. Because everybody And works. that wouldn't be fucked up at all. No, not at all. I'm fine. And, uh,. Yeah, they're a good company, and the, and there it is. That's the uh, work. This is this is pretty much the end. Yep. I mean, they've gotten away. Alien Queen has blown up. Uh, I think we're good, right? We can talk a little bit about. Let's see what the dropship. I mean, flying. It's it's really good atmospheric stuff because it's obviously a superimposed kind of effect, but it does look like it's in that atmosphere, like when it's flying through the clouds and stuff. Yeah, and now we have the sight. Uh, it was not nuked from orbit, but the reactor finally blew. Yeah. yeah. And But we essentially have a little family unit here. We've got Daddy Bishop, Mommy Ripley, and uh, Baby Newt. Yeah. Well, I guess Bishop's more like the uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Hicks, Hicks is, Hicks, it'd be Daddy Hicks. Yeah. And uh, they're they're just about to live happily ever after. after. Everything's no, good. Even we made it. We made it. Yeah. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Yeah, I feel like everything's going to work out now. I think so. I think we're all good. And flying up into the starry night, it's almost like riding off into the sunset. Yeah. yeah. Except it's riding off into the star set. Well, that's yeah. weird. I feel like it really should have just stopped with them flying know, off. Right? Like, we could have... That should have been it. Yeah. yeah, we could have inferred that they made it back to the ship. Yeah. It seems a little strange to me that they got to check on Hicks and talk about carrying him to medical. Yeah, I mean, we already assumed he's going to be fine. It's almost like the end of uh, Lord of the Rings, where the movie ends, but then it goes on for 35 more minutes. Yeah. And nothing happens. I guess just nothing's happening here for a while. Well, okay, they've got to thank Bishop. They've got to have the resolution of, okay, Ripley accepts Bishop now, even though he's a synthetic. Whoa, what's that? What the... Whoa! (laughs) What is happening? Oh, just spewing milk. So, I, I will say, when I first saw this, I actually thought that was Dan. I was like, wait a minute, oh, really? is this the one with the power loader? I was like, <laughs> when did she do the thing with the thing? And I was like, but she didn't do that. Oh! oh yeah. So Bishop ripped good. in half. Full of noodles and noodles milk. And, yeah. That sneaky fucking uh, queen. beautiful. They thought they were away. She got up in the landing gear, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she can shrink into some small yeah. space. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, and even her carapace might be a little more flexible than, than yeah. we're yeah. aware of. Yeah, we're assuming it's like hard bone. Right. Might be bendable. Right. Newt's good at sneaking and hiding. She's been doing it. Like, yeah, she's like, I'm the master of this. You don't need like, to tell me twice. Right. I know exactly what to do. So yeah, this... Kind of, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, this is yet another reason why I would love to be able to wipe this from my memory somehow. Right. And watch you it actually fresh. Thought that that the that, yeah. That's what I did. Get that shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, 
we get a little bit of an idea in the special edition of how long the time was between when they left and when they got there because of Newt and her age. Oh, yeah, you're because right. she's not significantly older. Yeah. Right, right, right. a little right. older. So yeah, that's, why I, said it, that's why I said it can't be more than a year or so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. You don't get that in the theatrical cut. Like, you have no idea because you don't see it. Oh, right, right. So, yeah. you have no, like, she, her age doesn't become a frame of reference for anything. Well, she had to be old enough to survive on her end. Yeah, yeah, no, I know, but I'm saying, like, that her changing in age, getting older. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this stuff is shot so well because it just looks the the way they've combined the queen moving around, the lights flashing. It's it's just really it's good. Awesome. And the lights flashing. It's almost like flashing lights are a forgotten skill now. Instead, right. now instead of using flashing lights to distract from what could potentially be dodgy effects, they just shake the camera. I yeah, hate yeah, that. I hate shaky that fucking cam. shit. Yeah. You know what's the worst is when you're watching a movie, especially nowadays, and like people would be talking and the camera will be shaky. Yeah. Like, two people having a conversation. Like, what is even happening? Right. Like, Does the fucking cameraman have this, Parkinson's? Like, this, what's happening? This doesn't need to be kinetic at all. Right. Yeah. No, we understand. Yeah. Blair Witch was a handheld. Me and uh, Nathan Hamilton had intense discussion about shaky cam, and I, like, we both despise it so much. Yeah, it's... And now that I notice it, I can't not notice it, and it pisses me off. I don't off. hate it in everything. There are... Like, it needs to be justified for me. If, yeah. If the style of the movie is meant to feel sort of documentary style, or right. it's yeah. supposed to... You're supposed to feel like you're there, then that's one thing. Yeah. But if it's something like this, like if it's a big action type thing, you're or if it's... covering up the action. Yeah. yeah. You can't see anything. Yeah. So I like fight scenes and stuff. You get motion sick. Yeah, that drives me crazy. And it's the difference in uh, the Resident Evil movies. Some of them have the most wonderful static fight choreography you've ever seen. Yeah, and then you get part and two. And then they're, uh, yeah, part two, which has shaky all over the place. And then the newest one, which was Paul Anderson, yeah. who's never done it before, but started shaking the fucking camera. Uh, I hate that. And it drove me crazy. I liked it in the Bourne movies, but... I've, I've still not seen those. I haven't seen them either. They're actually really good. Yeah, like that's and that's what I've heard. I just have other than the one with Hawkeye, I haven't seen that one, and I'm not going to. My, uh, I, I feel I similarly that. about Matt Damon as I do about Tom Cruise. Like as soon as I see Matt Damon's name, uh, I find it off-putting. But he when, usually ends up being good. Yeah, he delivers for you. Yeah, Tom Cruise, I'm the same way. I'm just like, I don't know, that's Tom Cruise, really? But then I watch the movie, and I'm like, okay, he's great, whatever. Edge of Tomorrow is fantastic. And that's that's all I've heard about it. Yeah. It's great. You would love it. Uh, uh, I, need to, I need to watch it. God, that was some great miniature work. Yeah. Yeah, they did some really good... I mean, good. You, could, you could tell, but at the same time, like... I'm actually well, it in '86. You couldn't tell. It looked like yeah. it had the right kind of weight. It didn't yes. just flop down there. Yeah, right. It yeah. was a dramatic uh, fall. Yeah, that thing squirming down there is so terrifying. In, in 2017 on a Blu-ray, it's probably a little bit easier to see than it would have been in 1986. Gosh, oh, that's horrifying. Imagine being like even even Sigourney Weaver just acting in that and having that thing below you would just be like, ugh, this is creepy. Right. Oh, Not as God. creepy as as Bishop, Bishop O'Noodles. Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brahmin Bishop. <laughs> oh, gosh. Now must, just, her arm must be just breaking. Well, she's selling the shit out of it, because every yeah. time I see this scene, my like, oh, seriously, my arm God. just is like, oh. Yeah. 
And that right there is why nobody should buy those Reebok reproductions of her shoes. Because that nobody shit just buy fell right off. $350. That's a good point. Yeah. Well, no, they're more than that now because the new ones that they're doing are... Oh, the, the new ones are 350 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The new that's, ones Yeah, that's right. That's right. The old ones were 175 or whatever. Yeah. And, and yeah, the new out. ones, you have to buy the two pairs. Which, granted... I would wear either of those depending on the situation. Right. The xenomorph ones would be more, but I'm not going to wear any pair of shoes that I paid three hundred and fifty freaking dollars for. They're just going to sit on a shelf, right? Which I guess to like there is a sneaker culture that people collect sneakers. Yeah, right, right. Toys. Exactly. I guess if if you're that, but like yeah, I I can't talk shit about that because I collect all. Right, 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 right. Well, just for me personally, you can. Yeah, you can talk shit about any material stuff. I judge everything. That's my that's my hobby. That's why. Why you're here? He really is noodles. What do you think? What do you think of uh, Bishop's noodles? I mean, I can't really eat noodles anymore, so I hate it. Oh, <laughs> not bad for a human. I love. I love that Bishop gets in like a snarky one-liner. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up! You don't have legs anymore, bitch. <laughs> Goddamn robot. Newt-looking pensive. This is actually the only thing that she has done. Newt? Is the actress? She's never Carrie, done anything else, yeah. Carrie Moss, is that right? Well, yeah. she definitely did do Alien 3. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible. Sad. Yeah, in IMDb, this is the only thing that she is in, has ever done. And then there's another thing that she's listed for, but there's no... It doesn't say when it's coming out. It just has question marks. And in the trivia, it says... This is the only other film that whatever her name is oh, right, right. has ever done besides Alien. All right, so I mean, yeah, I guess uh, they're gonna sleep on the way to home. <laughs> Can I dream? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess maybe not for long. <laughs> Spoilers. And the well, the sucky part is. Do we ever get? Re- I forget. Do we ever get resolution in the other the other movies that come after this? What happens to her cat? Jonesy, jo- she left Jonesy on Earth. I know, but like, do we ever? Find well, I want to know because Jonesy's cat. chilling. Carrie Hen, shit, whatever that cat's a dick. It is a dick. It's totally <laughs> a dick. It's a, it's, it, it's, a, it's cat. a cat. It's in the first movie, it's nothing but a problem. Yeah, and then in this movie, at the beginning, as soon as it has, now granted, it's a dream. Yeah, but as soon as it has any idea that there's something wrong with Ripley, it turns on her and hisses at her and runs away. Yeah, because yep. it knows it's a cat. That's what cats do. <laughs> um, so they just go to sleep and then they wake back up on Earth, right? Yeah, yeah that's so totally how yeah, that ends for sure. How okay, ever after. Well, let's wrap this thing up. Uh, Aliens, I mean, it's it's classic. It's something that I watch almost yearly. Yeah. Uh, I freaking love it. I love everything about it. I, I can't honestly find a bad thing to say about it. Yeah. Even the, I used to be really, really annoyed by Newt, but I've grown out of that for whatever reason. As she, I'm fine with, with her performance now. I, and honestly, I think that special edition scene where we get a little bit more of her character, yeah, not much more, but a little bit more, yeah. helps. Yeah. Uh, and you get bit. more of Ripley's like reasoning yeah. for being so close. To yeah, him, yeah. Which I, with, I think that helps. I um, I actually was really impressed, and even more so because I'm usually really critical of child actors because uh, I'm an asshole. Uh, <laughs> but I was really impressed when I found out this is the this was the first thing she had done and the only thing she had done. I was like, you know, she's really good. Like she yeah. does what for what she has to do in this movie. She does it really well. It's probably scary. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, like she maybe she probably was the only thing she did. 
Yeah. Going to therapy and shit. Right. <laughs> she's apparently, I looked it up, she's apparently a school teacher now. Oh, okay. She's also our age, which is weird to think. You could, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's dude, right. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're not the same age you are in a movie anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> that's how it works. It's crazy. Weird. Time doesn't track you. Remember, remember when you did that movie with Sigourney Weaver? That was awesome. That was yeah. awesome. <laughs> what, uh, Arian, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I'd probably agree that it's my favorite Jim Cameron movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's a really good movie. It's, uh... Arian just paused to agree with himself. One of the... Well, I have to, like, be sure. I, well, I said it earlier. But, yeah, uh... Yeah. It's one of the better 80s uh, action movies of the 80s, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, the first one's still my favorite. I love that movie so much, but this one's definitely my second favorite out of the franchise, and it's so yeah. good, and there really is not... This one and, like, the first one and this one, I can't find a single thing that I don't like about it. Yeah. At all. Um, and I hate Alien 3 now. The more <laughs> that I've thought about it, it's seeing the in- how this movie oh, ends... You're angry. Well, I'm more pissed now because I saw the way it ends, and it's just like... They're all like going to sleep, and it's, can I dream? And it's all sweet, and, and then we are clearly used to modern movies because the credits are already done. Yeah, it's weird. And we would have like three more minutes of credits. Alien if this was, oh was shorter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Alien was like, hey, the credits just start. What? Scurrying. Scurrying. What? <laughs> That's weird. I don't know what just happened, but uh, if Alien you're listening at home, by. maybe you heard it. Uh, so Ryan, where can we find you online, and what are you up to? Um, yeah, just uh, check out my band, The Cast Creatures, on Facebook, and uh, I'm Ryan Cadaver. You can add me on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. Red Ranger, um, you didn't ask my opinion of the movie, and it's not one of You gave it. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. you did. I was, getting, I was getting ready to ask Arian, and then you started talking, so I was uh, like, okay, I guess I guess Sean's going now. I'm an asshole. Uh, are there more of these? These weird after-credit things? I'm sure there are. This is Avatar shit. This is horrifying is what Uh, this is. Yeah. That's the THX Uh, thing. Okay. Uh, You can find me online at theredranger.com. I actually have episodes of Red Ranger's Radical Radcast with Ryan that I need to finish editing and will be releasing every two weeks. Um, (laughs) You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at theredranger every two weeks. That's great. Yeah. So what did, what did you, just in case, because I think you did talk more about Newt than... Uh, oh, what I think, I know, I think the movie is great, and I'm looking forward to seeing Alien Covenant. I'm going to have to go watch Prometheus, and kidding aside, I'll probably watch some of the other ones. I'm going to probably avoid three. Um, no, don't. Three, uh, three's better, uh, yeah. Three's, three's, three's yeah. better than Resurrection. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Re- you can avoid Resurrection. Well, resurrection 4. And, and honestly, yeah. even, even Resurrection, uh, I would say... Okay. Give it a watch. All right. Yeah. I'm going to because there I'm are things in it that are very now cool. that one I want to cast. Man, the cast is great. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Ron the Perlman's movies. Is pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Ron Perlman's yeah. in it. Um, the guy from The Crow is in it. The bad guy from The Crow. Oh, yeah, you're nice. right. Uh, yeah. I'll go see it just for that. Winona Ryder. I mean, it's um, you know the cast is great. Yeah, I've already got. I'm going to visit a friend in Pennsylvania. Uh, Aliens. Uh, Alien is her favorite franchise. So you've um, really gone too far now. Thanks for listening, you guys, and uh, we'll be back next month with a new needless commentary next week on the Needless Things podcast. Uh, I have no idea what we're doing, so tune in. We're in Pennsylvania. What the fuck is wrong with you? I was talking about going to see Alien Covenant. I already have tickets. I'm talking about Alien Covenant. Maybe we'll... That is a damn fine movie. 
and if I do say so, a damn fine commentary. I, I think, because I was a little concerned, because it's almost too good of a movie for us to be, you know, uh, yakking over, but... I think we did a solid job. I think we had some good observations, and we certainly had fun watching it and talking about it. So I'm I'm actually really, really happy with how this one turned out. Next month, however, we will be watching something that does not share the same kind of critical acclaim and popularity that Aliens enjoys. I don't want to drop any hints, clues, or dimes for that matter. But I will tell you that the Needless Things Irregulars are going to have a very tough act to follow because the existing commentary for this movie is one of the greatest commentaries of all time. I don't... that There are five people on the planet that I think that will give it away. But I don't know that any of them will be listening to this. Very, very excited about next month. And it's Arian's pick because it's his birthday month. So that's something to be excited about as well. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, geez. What kind of uh, uh, portrayal of existential dread are we going to be subjected to? No, no, dear listeners. You, you're in for a treat. Uh, next week, I'm almost positive it will be a Guardians of the Galaxy episode because I really need to talk about that movie and I want to do it with the Irregulars. And, you know, in the future, go, carrying on from there, who knows? I've got a list of ideas and we'll see where they go. Uh, please check out supportphantom.com. See what you think. I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vicks employee. And of course, it's at needlessthingssite.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh.